It is official. Joe Biden has chosen Kamala Harris as his running mate. And the memes do not stop. It is nothing but meme after joke after meme and joke. Everybody hates Kamala, at least on Twitter, on the Internet. You got the progressive left, you got the conservatives, and they're linking arms in agreement at their, well, (laughs) their loathing for this woman. But uh, Joe Biden picked her. And I mean, a lot of people thought this was going to be the the the, everybody thought it was going to be Kamala, I guess. There was news about her Wikipedia being edited heavily in the past couple weeks. But then she unfollowed him. Then people were saying it wasn't going to be Kamala. Actually, didn't wasn't there like a Politico article that said he picked Kamala? Yeah, and then they retracted it. Yeah. They were like, "Ooh, sorry, whoops." I bet that was an embargo. Mm-hmm. That you know. So basically, what that means is Biden's campaign said, "Hey, it's going to be Kamala, but don't tell anybody. You can't publish the story until this time." And they accidentally did it. So here we go. It's Kamala Harris, and I guess we have a special episode because I guess we're just going to be ragging on Kamala for the most part. We do have some other stories, but yeah. look, man. A lot of people are already saying Joe Biden just basically conceded. He just basically was like, all right, I'm out. Like picking Kamala Harris. People are saying Hillary Clinton, too. <laughs> well, that's that's running on the assumption that Biden picked her himself. <laughs> and I mean, how many of us do you think actually like do you think he actually chose her no, or did they sleeping. go? Hey, by the way, Joe, Joe, wake up, wake up. I'm what, trying to what, tell you who your VP pick is. What was or, it? Oh, who? Oh, what? What? Oh, it's a Kamala. Okay. There was a meme where it was like Joe Biden says, I can't wait to figure out who I, I can't wait to hear who I've picked for VP. Yeah, that's what uh, the Trump campaign tweeted that out this morning. Oh, did they? <laughs> Joe Biden's really excited. He's about to find out who his VP pick is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't pick it. I was, I was talking, I can't remember who I was talking to. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine and they said, there's no way Joe Biden runs that Twitter account. And I was like, there's no way you would be correct. There's no way. It's like, I mean, he maybe tweets, but I, I imagine it's like this. Hey, look, hey. Do a, a Twitter and say, you know, Joe Biden, tough on crime. And, and uh, you know, you know the thing. And they're like, sure, sure, Joe. And they tweet out this very coherent statement. Right. He probably, is, you know, it, it is a fact, too. One of the things I, I really can't annoy. Uh, one of the things that's really annoying that I can't stand about this cycle is how the media finishes Biden's sentences for him. Oh, I can't stand it when anyone does that. They all do it. I've seen conservative outlets do it. Because what are you supposed to write? You're trying to quote the guy to, to express his thought. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, it's your, um, finim, 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 uh, fitness. Are you going to write finiman five times in your article? So they don't do it. Nope. But when you read about Biden, it sounds like he actually said something. <laughs> Coherent. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that, that reference was specifically, he said, I'll have the American people judge my physical and, and, and mental fit, finim, fit, finim, fit, fitness. And it was like, wow, that was really hard for you to do. I mean, when you're trying to convince people that you're you have a strong cognitive ability to speak, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you're talking about your mental fitness, you should at least try to be clear Man. on that sentence. Come on, Joe. You know, Adam. Oh my goodness, Adam, and my friends who are listening. I said before, I was like, oh man, Trump's in a bad place. You know. You know, all this stuff's going on. I think he's on track to lose. Then Joe Biden comes out and he's like, look fat, Kamala Harris. And I'm like, oh, Trump won. That's, that's, there's no way. Cause well, I've been saying he's going to win for quite some time now. This, this <sighs> is like, you know, you know, that if, when they finish the railroad, they do like, what was it? Like, like a golden spike, mm-hmm. like the one last one. It's like golden and they're all cheering and clapping. Yeah. This was the end of his campaign. <laughs> he's like, all right, there's the golden spike. And he hits it in Kamala Harris stamped. And he be- is the spike because she's worse than Hillary. <laughs> 
in a lot of ways. Oh, in a lot man. of ways. I, I mean, I already didn't like her from what I what I knew about her already, and it's just like we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We're gonna talk about it. So before we do, you have a special task. That's right. Smash it. Smash that like button. But you know what? Just lightly tap it today. We're you know we're we're calm today. This is a nice calming. Cornmeal. Laughing a lot. Tap tap the like button. Yeah. We Save are your gonna, energy. We, we are. <laughs> Save your energy. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be joking around later. Well, not really joking. It's it's straight up actual facts that are hilarious. Yeah, man. The hypocrisy and my goodness. This but morning. what's 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 the like button number? Forty thousand. Not enough right now. That's that's really what it is. It's not, not enough. enough. We must have more likes. Do you want me to don the red beanie? I know you want to. I know you want to see the Adam. Beanie. I'm not even wearing a beanie. <gasps> I know. So now it's like a double. It's my like even goodness. worse. I, like, wow. I, my head, it's cold. <laughs> I need to, I need to warm my head. I my want friends. a beanie on, <laughs> but must. I must have 40,000 likes. So hit the like <laughs> button. Also, don't forget, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We do the show every Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. live. And today was the big day. We finally got the news. There it is. Check it out. Uh, it is, it is Kamala Harris. We have this amazing portrait of Kamala. She is having a good old time in this image. This is a meme, by the way. I don't, I don't know. People who people are just listening can't see. But what is I, that? What is that picture from, though, on the bottom right? I don't know. <laughs> is that know. is that like a real image? I think so. Which is kind of creepy. So I, let's hold on. So here's what I tweeted. <laughs> Everyone is saying defund the police, and Biden goes and picks Kamala, and it's a it's a meme image of the thin blue line flag with Kamala's head edited onto onto in, like with a cop uniform. Wait, but she wasn't was she a cop? I thought she was just No, a, she was like a lawyer. She was, yeah, she she was, was a AG. prosecutor. Right. Right, okay, okay. So the the meme from the left is that Kamala is a cop. And there's there's actually a lot to break down here. So so again, Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris. And although this is a joke, you can see her laughing as she arrests a little black girl and then she's laughing in back in the corner it's a thin blue line flag. It is this this image is is a joke. There's a really good point Cassandra Fairbanks made. She's a conservative writer, journalist. She said Republicans and conservatives should not be target, you know, attacking Kamala Harris based on law and order because she was I don't want to say she was tough on crime. What's the appropriate word? What's like an uh, how do you describe someone as wielding an iron fist and crushing the will of the people? Uh, uh, slave owner? Despot? Despot? Too despot. Much, too despotic. Much? Yeah, despotic. There too you much? go. Despotic. Ugh. She was despotic. Yeah, she... Uh, she was like separating parents from their kids and laughing about it. Mm-hmm. She was arresting people on, you know, pot charges. And then when asked about it, she joked about how her family smoked and her family got mad about it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what's funny. The left hates her because she's a cop. And the right hates her because she's, well, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> for one, she's trying to adopt a bunch of actually like very far left radical positions. Mm-hmm. And she's flip-flopped. She has no real positions. They've called her like... Um, I don't know, like a, pro, uh, what, what do they call her? A, a moderate pragmatist? Never, I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I, just recently when, when Biden announced her, they're like, she's a, a moderate pragmatist. And now you've got the left and the right agreeing. And they're saying things like, if, if you mean that she's made no real decisions other than floating far left policy and then not committing to it, and like that's moderate, she's doing nothing other than having a horrible track record and trying to make it seem like all the horrifying things she's done in her career are in fact all mistakes. It was a mistake from other people. When when she didn't want the DNA tested to free the innocent man from death row, it was, it was yeah that that accident accident. And and when her office argued that people should put uh, uh, parolees should not be eligible because they needed cheap labor to go fight fires, that that was all just a big. Mistake. It's all a mistake. Mm-hmm. And when she was separating you know parents from their kids, 
And then what the Democrats complaining about Trump doing it, even though it's happening under the Obama administration. Once again, just all just a big mistake. You know what? Okay, I'll accept all that. Kamala makes too many mistakes. Therefore, she's probably not fit to be, you know, VP. That's fair. So, so we have this story. This is like the, the big analysis. BP, I'm sorry, Biden VP, finalist BP. Say Biden? I said, I said, I said BP. <laughs> BP Biden. BP Biden. <laughs> Biden VP finalists praise Kamala Harris. There you go. Trump campaign jumps at Biden pick as Democrats rally behind the California senator. So here we go. Here's Susan Rice, her statement. I warmly congratulate Senator Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, I always pronounce her name wrong. Joe Biden's principled and responsible leadership is what America urgently needs. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't even read mm. this. I'm seeing too many posts from progressives and Black Lives Matter people who are like, you've got racist Joe Biden with cop, uh, cop Mala Harris. Yep. So what? It makes no sense. They're trying, they're trying to court the far left. So they went for one of the most detestable people he could have chosen. Yeah. That's well, why people thought he wouldn't really go through with it. Oh, I thought you were talking about Biden at first there. Oh, well, I mean, he is detestable. Yes, I know. And racist very openly. And right, right, yeah. Caught many, many, many times throughout his long, long career in government. He needs to be outed. So here we have... Oh, gosh. This we guy. have... Uh, uh, wait, wait. I got I to gotta start from... I, ho- hopefully, I didn't spoil oh, it. yeah, this is great. The principled, the principled and honorable Mr. Sean King... No, how dare you? <laughs> this, well, this I is, don't even like your sarcasm, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> no. Take it back. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you. I was going to make the joke because Sean <laughs> King has this tweet from 2018 where he said, I'll be frank and tell you two Democrats that I am 99% sure I won't be supporting, primarily because of their dismal history on criminal justice reform over the course of their entire careers. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Whoa. They both helped build and advance mass incarceration. Prophetic. Wait. What? Did he actually did he actually tweet something that I agree with? Yep. I, wow. There's a meme. Wow. There's a very funny meme. And it is Joe Biden <laughs> and he's grabbing the shoulders of, of Kamala Harris and smiling and they're both looking in each other's eyes and it says it says uh, Biden Harris because not enough of you are in prison. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yep. Well, hold on. Hold on. Look at this. So we have this tweet from Sean King. So uh, the, now, for the record, this was two years ago. This was two years ago. I was I was joking when I said the honorable and principled because of Ooh. his his next tweet <laughs> from today. That's it for me. I am incredibly proud to see a brilliant black woman and HBCU grad chosen as vice presidential nominee. I've done political work my whole life. It's rarely thing things dreams are. Ma- <laughs> it's rarely things dreams are made of. <laughs> Kamala Harris is the most progressive VP nominee in American history. Yeah, Sean's done. <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to go back. Can I go back? How do I do it? Can you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> She's so progressive by building and advancing mass incarceration. Wow. You know well it. done, Sean King. Well done. <laughs> Sean King is the, is the epitome of So progressive. Of Yes, uh, and and this is a tweet uh, from Death to Tyrants eighty four on Twitter. I want to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> it's the epitome. It's like this dude's opinion changes like every other day. But you don't you don't you know wow. why it work? You know why it works? It works because not everybody sees every post from him, right? Yeah. Think about it. It's very clever. If you if you started tweeting out things like you know Trump is bad, then you started tweeting out things Trump is good. Pe- the right will retweet that Trump is good, and the left will retweet that Trump is bad. You'll get both. 
Interesting. You get, you get, I'm kidding. It wouldn't really work that way. <laughs> but I wonder how it is that this works with, for, for, for Sean King. So now we're going we're gonna to play a game. It's called um, Reading the News. Oh, where, fun. We, where we look at the news about uh, Kamala Harris. Isn't that the same thing we do every night, Tim? Right, right, right. But I mean, like, <laughs> we're going to go back in time. Oh, jo- join me on a time machine as we go and look at the record of Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah. And then we throw up in our mouths a little bit. Mm. The first thing I have to do, and, and Lydia uh, highlighted this. I didn't believe it was true. If, what, what if I were to tell you that Kamala actually means something in Finnish? I'm sure it does. It does. And what do all of you think it means? If I said it meant something like noble, would mm. you believe me? Nope. Probably not. What, how, about, how about charming? Mm. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. How about just simply credible? Nope. No? Okay. No. Well, <laughs> you would be correct because how, what if I told you it meant horrible? You know what? I, I think she's a horrible person, so, so, oh, so maybe. Listen, I didn't believe this. <laughs> I literally, it really does. It, it says horrible. Uh, okay, so, so, so Lydia posted this on Twitter. I didn't believe it. I credited I w- it to Twitter itself because I went to the Lincoln Project, and they were like, oh, we're going to endorse Kamala. They just said the word Kamala, and it said translate this word. So I was like, what the heck? And, I, and then I remembered after I did it because it says translate from Finnish. And then it said horrible. The word underneath. is horrible. I did not believe yes, it. Yes, I know. I, I was like, it. ha ha, funny joke. Yeah, it's great. So I pulled up translate.google.com and you go to Finnish, you type in Kamala and it says horrible and terrible, awful, ghastly, dreadful, abysmal, appalling, shocking. There's a terrific in there. All right. Appalling, chronic, grim, atrocious, Ooh. infernal. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, if you, if you hold a man that could be proven innocent because of DNA just because you want your your record your you know whatever she you know she was an attorney at the time or a prosecutor so she wanted her record to be high like yeah she's got her prosecution record well he was he was proven innocent the court forced you to do it she is a horrible infernal woman infernal man like name. like of yes. hell demonic to do that to an innocent person dude her name literally means horrible i mean it's in finnish yeah I, w- I wonder if my name means anything in other, any other language we'll have to look it now up people are going to be like tim means like horse crap in, in swahili <laughs> or something well it does now tim <laughs> <laughs> you just did it so 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 we, we got to do this we got to do this We're, this is the special uh, uh kamala kamala we're doing a What's 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 the right word I'm thinking of? Like we're looking at her history, and uh, like a, a tribute. Yes, almost. Yeah, but like she's a still mini alive. a mini deep dive into her horrendous past. Well, what I was trying to say is like you know you know when you go to those award ceremonies and it plays like that that Celine Dion song highlight like, reel. Oh goodness. Yeah, and it shows like all the highlights of their career, and then they give you like a retirement award or something. Sure. Congratulations, Kamala. The Kevin Cooper case. In February, California Governor Gavin Newsom ordered new DNA testing in the 1983 murder case of Kevin Cooper. Cooper came within hours of execution in 04 after being charged with the murders of an adult couple and two children. Harris opposed the testing when she was the state's attorney general. She has since said she supports DNA testing and encouraged Newsom to approve Cooper's request. She did not offer specifics on why she did not approve the testing during her tenure. I mean, I have some theories. Perhaps, Go on. Perhaps it's because... She's just, I don't know, awful. Where, where, there's so many articles I got to try and figure out which one. There we go. Here it is. The Daily Beast. Kamala Harris's oh. AG office tried to keep inmates locked up for cheap labor. Man, that's, I'm, I'm going to say it. That's slavery. Yeah. That's not a joke. Right. What were you saying about what Kanye said? Yeah, Kanye made a mistake Oh, not too, like, a little while ago. I can't remember how long ago. He said something about rep- abolishing the 13th Amendment. Yeah. And that's what banned slavery. 
And everybody started going like, oh, no, Kanye's unwell. No, no, no. Kanye meant we have to basically reform it because what people don't realize. I think it's the 13th. It's the 13th, right? I believe so. Right. It's context. He was talking about a a specific line in that 13th Amendment, which was saying no slavery. You can't force people to work unless. Exactly. Right. Well, go ahead. You have it here. So I pulled it up. It says 13th Amendment. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Boom. That's what Kanye was talking about. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, we got to get rid of this. He's right. Yep. Absolutely. He is. I do not like the idea. Uh, like we, 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 our, our, our prison system is not making people's lives better nope it's just sweeping the problem under the rug and then exploiting people for cheap labor and you know who made that worse joe biden did in multiple different different bills that he wrote himself now we got uh kamala 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 yeah is that it okay yeah she 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 says she says think of the word comma c-o-m-m-a dash l-a all right so camella (laughs) yeah (laughs) carmelo Carmelo. However, the Finns pronounce it. That's what yeah. I want. So horrible, horrible, horrible Harris. Horrible, yes. horrible <laughs> Harris. That's it. a good one. Whoa. <laughs> it's yep. catchy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. really good. Horrible Harris. Yep. It's alliterative. You're not, you're not, you're Let's not. have that trend, people. It's thank you, f- f- the Finns, huh? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm actually, I'm actually a part Finnish. Hey. So you're welcome. Take pride. You, yeah. and, you, and you just coined it. You're welcome. Horrible <laughs> Harris. You know, you know, how, you, you know how Trump does like Sleepy Joe and low yeah. energy and Sleepy Joe and horrible. Mar- Harris. Lil Marco. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's Sleepy Creepy Joe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Sleepy Creepy Joe and Horrible Harris. Yes. You know, the funny thing is, like, you weren't doing it to make fun of her. That's literally what her name translates to. I know. To. That's, so it's, well, that's my quick wit at, at work there, Tim. <laughs> well, no, you were just speaking Finnish. Uh, yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> that's her name in Well, Finnish. no, then it would have been Kamala Harris. and You were translating Kamala, it. Tra- yeah. Yeah, you were, you're, right, you're okay. translating Finnish. <laughs> uh, and Harris, just there's no word for it in Finnish. So yeah. I actually did some experiments in the translate where I was like, I write. I wrote Kamala is horrible, and it says Kamala on Kamala in Finnish. Kamala on Kamala. <laughs> I'm like, well, there we go. So, so she really did this. Now, here's the funny thing. She tried arguing after the fact that it was it was lawyers in her office, and she had no idea. I, I was shocked that they did this. Oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't control people in her own office, and we're supposed to expect her to be able to be the vice president of the United States. Yeah, when she can't control the people in her own office doing things that are are horrendous, to say to be light on it and to be get out of here like the worst. She, thing. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like her anyway. And and I would say, six. in terms of Trump's appointees and the mistakes he's made, mm-hmm. the worst we see with him is he's fired everybody. That's true. You know, she she had him do their thing. Not that I think Trump made good choices, particularly with Bolton. I mean, he made some mistakes, man. So, you know, I try to be careful, especially looking at, say, you know, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. And if they do something like Kamala Harris's track record is trash. Yep. So I wonder why we you know, I, I, I don't hear a whole lot about, you know, Mike Pence's track record. You know what I mean? That's I think it'd be fair to bring up. But honestly, n- nobody's talking about it. That's true. Because probably because cer- there's nothing there. <laughs> well, he, I don't know much about Pence, though, there, to be there, honest. He was what was he? He was a governor of Indiana. He was. Yeah. There's criticisms over like some of his policies, okay. but it was a long time ago, and so I think it would be fair to be like, okay, you know, we can compare the two. But I, I think the challenge right now is that conservatives and progressives are unified mm-hmm. in their disdain for this woman, horrible Harris. Yep. Yeah, and Mike Pence, I gotta be honest, is kind of a uh, 
Bleh. Milk toast? Yeah. Milk toast. He's not really, but like, you know. Kind of. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's really interesting. A lot of VPs, like, now I'm not, I'm not saying this to be disrespectful to anybody, but Tim Kaine, mayo, it was like, he's like, you know, van- vanilla yogurt. Yeah. It's like, you know, what is that? Mike Pence, I feel similarly. The well, star I mean, of the but show. You were talking about uh, Bill Barr the other day about how he just kind of seemed boring. No, no, no. That's different. Okay. Yeah, like like Bill Barr, man. You know the way he talks. Mm-hmm. You know his his retorts, his yeah. funny like his wit. Okay. He's 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 cut and dry is a better way to put it. Okay. I, I, I use boring in a sense where it's like he's not. You know, he, you you laugh when you watch the guy when when he got asked at that hearing. They were like. You know the the priests and the bishops condemned this action, and he goes, "Was that before or after we put the fire out?" Yeah, that was like. Oh. <laughs> but what I mean is, he didn't like snap, and you know, he yeah. didn't say, "No, no, no, we put out a fire." No, he just had a dry, quick wit. It was great. Tim Kaine was like, "What? Like, what is it?" No, he was just weird. Like, did he ever say anything? I don't, I don't remember I don't anything know, he said. No, I don't know any words he's ever said. So you know, uh, to be fair, like I, I think you know. Moving forward, especially as it pertains to weighing the options fairly, I'll be looking into, you know, has Trump hired people, has Biden hired, uh, I'm sorry, has, has, has Pence taken action? Because I'll, I'll criticize Kamala, I'll criticize everybody. But I got to tell you, man, Kamala Harris it has, is a higher profile individual than Mike Pence's. Yep. Mike Pence was uh, governor of, of Indiana. Again, right. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. correct. But even in that regard, it's like they try to go after Pence periodically, but he's not... He doesn't have that kind of public recognition in the sense where people love talking about him the way they do Kamala Harris. Okay. Kamala Harris. Can't pronounce her name. And I think it's because of stories like this. Like, you know, tried to keep inmates locked up for cheap labor. Hmm. And she can give any excuse she wants about, oh, no, the people I hired were doing, you know, the people appointed in my office were doing these horrible things. Like, okay, well, the buck stops with you, man. Well, they were doing horrible things because you're horrible Harris. <laughs> so it makes sense in my mind. I'll tell you what, man. We've got. Let me let me see if I can find these. Uh, there's a bunch of stories here. I just use. I just pulled this one up. My favorite is look that at this one. She. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later about how she was calling out Joe Biden for being. Oh, I got it. Uber racist. I was, right, we'll, I'm we'll just waiting for that bit. hammer to drop. <laughs> okay, okay. This one here. It says, uh, Kamala, Kamala, horrible Harris laughed about jailing parents over truancy. It's not funny. This is from. It's not funny at all. Almost, she did a year a year and a half ago. It was single parents. Yeah. Not just parents. She was hitting up single parents who their kids didn't go to school. It's like, how does she know what they were going through? Didn't matter. Your kids are truant, so they're, we're coming after you. This is insane. I just I found out about this today, too. This is crazy. Let's read a little bit. They say, for progressives, there are good reasons to be suspicious of the idea that former prosecutors make good politicians. The U.S. has the highest incarceration rate in the world, and its criminal punishment system disproportionately punishes poor people and people of color. Prosecutors have a leading role in sustaining this injustice in part because they tend to view prisons as solutions to social problems. I agree with a lot of that sentiment. I, I think we have a horrible prison system, yep. and I think we need Agreed. to fix it. And, and we have a lot of cultural issues, too. I think we need to get to the root of a lot of these you know, criminal actions and issues, substance abuse, etc. That worldview is fully on display in recently unearthed video footage of Kamala Harris defending her decision to criminally prosecute parents for their children's truancy. In the video, taken at the Commonwealth Club in 2010, when Harris was district attorney of San Francisco, Harris says that because a child is going without an education, it's tantamount to a crime. She decided to treat parents with absentee children as criminals. With what, what was the crime that she pinned in on? Truancy? How was that on the parents? 
she's an authoritarian despot despotic individual yeah, so clearly doesn't seem like she needs the law if she's going to you know keep people in prison for cheap labor that's true that was the tulsi gabbard thing yep for most tulsi of you who've seen it ripped her apart for that everybody's saying just keep playing tulsi gabbard's video on loop of her just ripping her apart d- dude i tell you man when that moment dropped at the debates when tulsi did it mm-hmm. i was like standing and i was clapping <gasps> everybody was cheering and like high-fiving yes conservative and progressive alike were like yeah <laughs> rip her to shreds yep here harris cheerfully recounts the story of sending an attorney from her office to intimidate a homeless single mother Whoa. whose children were missing school she smiles as she recalls how she instructed her subordinates to look really mean so the mother would take the threat of jail seriously. In separate footage, Harris mocks those on the left who say things like build schools, not jails, and put, put more money into education, not prisons, suggesting they are naive sloganers who do not understand crime prevention. Wow. Here we see the limits of prosecutorial mindset. Like the old slogan, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like mm-hmm. a nail. When all you have is the ability to bring criminal charges, everything looks like a crime. And there you go, man. Her, we got, we got so much, we got so much to go through here. Her horrible record is coming back to haunt her. All of these stories have been popping up nonstop, and everybody knew this was going to happen. The choice Joe Biden made. I, I'm sorry, man. I think, I think my brain snapped as soon as I heard. Oh yeah. And I was like, there, that's it. There is a grand conspiracy among the Democrats to secretly get Trump elected. Yep. How stupid do they have to be every step of the way? It's like uh, in sports. They're doing a, a rebuild year. They're rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, You're know. not wrong. I know. That's so, why I said it. Oh, but, but that feels... I got to revel in that for a little bit when you when you say I'm not wrong. Well, no, no. But, but Take a deep breath. This is an important thing. People it. think they know, you know, Harris is out. Yep. She got roasted. She's done. Biden mm-hmm. is retiring. So they're like, we, we, we have to have somebody. They know they're going to lose. They have to have somebody. Well, who can they spare? You know, they don't want to use a young up-and-comer who might become a star. Yep. So they go for people who are unpopular or about to retire. Yep. Think about this, man. This is this is so so hilarious. It's like they, they, they chose a guy on the verge of retirement, essentially coming out of retirement, and they chose someone everybody hates. It was basically them saying, like, here's well, the bottom of the barrel. You can have that, and we'll focus on 2024. Jack, Jack Murphy, he was a guest on, on the show, like, Four or five months ago, Genu- uh, like, like he was the first. Yeah. Gu- was he the first guest? Yeah, I think he so. Was. Yeah, I think so. So he, he tweeted out. He goes, "If you if you're going to lose an election to Trump, you're finished. The Democrats know Trump has a good chance of winning this election. Therefore, they will not run any serious candidates in this election. That's why this entire thing is a throwaway race." And he's absolutely right. I was like, "Yep, that's it. Nailed it. They 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 know they're going to lose. They know Trump's going to win. Landslide." So one of the one of the funniest things about Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. she was so so you, you mentioned her calling you know uh, Joe oh Biden. Oh my gosh! And this I know I know oh I know. You, he, he, you didn't get you, you oh. laughed before anybody had a chance to see it. I don't care that <laughs> I, I get privy information. So that's right. So, so this is yeah. You, go ahead. You, no, you do it. All you right, do I'll it. do it. I'll do it. So <laughs> this is this is an article from the Hill saying, from Harris, I believe Biden's accusers. So that means she was coming out. That and and agreeing with these people that were accusing Biden of misconduct, sexual misconduct. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe. Yeah. Well, let's 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 let's. My let's, goodness. I'm sorry, man. If okay, let let me read this first before I before I annihilate Kamala. Mm-hmm. 
Senator Kamala Harris said Tuesday that she believes women who say they felt uncomfortable after receiving unwanted touching from former Vice President Biden. I believe them and I respect them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it. The California senator added that Biden will need to decide for himself whether to run for president. He's going to have to make the decision for himself. I wouldn't tell him what to do, Harris said. In recent days, several women have come forward to allege that Biden has touched them inappropriately. Former Nevada state lawmaker Lucy Flores, a Democrat, made the first accusation last week in an essay in New York Magazine's The Cut. On Monday, Amy Lapos told the Hartford Current that Biden also touched her inappropriately at a 2009 fundraiser in Connecticut. Two additional women, Gaitlin Caruso uh, and DJ Hill, came forward Tuesday sharing their experiences with The New York Times. Biden, who was considering running for president, blah, blah, blah. What year, when was this? This was uh, April of 2019. They say he's considering running for president, has not commented publicly on the accusation since Sunday, when in response to Flores' allegation, he said in a statement that he has offered countless handshakes, hugs, expression of affection, support and comfort, and not once, never, did I believe, did I believe I acted inappropriately. <laughs> Biden added, if it is suggested I did so, I will listen respectfully. Okay. What did I do again? <laughs> Joe Biden apologized for touching children inappropriately. There was a big campaign where people were saying things like, tell Joe to stop touching these kids yep. because Joe Biden's got a problem touching kids. And There's he talks a, about it. Have it's you gross. seen this photograph? Man. It's, Which it's, one? It's, he's, 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 he's leaning down next to a little boy and he has his arm around the boy's face and he's holding his hand over his mouth and that's, like that's whispering. His, I think, I'm pretty sure that's his grandson. Th- that's still a creepy photo, man. I absolutely, I absolutely yeah. agree with you. Like what was he doing? I don't know. It's but worse. Yeah. It's worse that it's his grandson. Have you I seen him so. kiss his, his, his granddaughter or whatever on the lip? Ugh. Who was it? Is his granddaughter? No, it was his granddaughter, yeah. What? He kisses her on the lips. What? I don't like that. That's gross. <sighs> I think. Creeps I, me out. I, yeah, man. I mean, listen, I'll tell you this. Maybe there's some like family convention you have, like a, a tradition where you kiss your grandchildren on the lips. I know. That is, I know there's families that I've seen that, that do that, but I am not. I'm not okay with it. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Not and I'll, a, and I'll tell you what: you combine this with these videos of Joe Biden. Like, have you seen what is it? JoeBiden.info or whatever. Not is that a, is that the oh, website? No. Wait, what are you talking about? Where it's like just a bunch of videos of him inappropriately touching kids. No, I don't. I don't really look for those kind of things. Um, <laughs> well, as a meme, they tend to come across my timeline, and I'm just like, oh, creepy Joe at it again. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. We got it. We got it. Check it out. Oh my goodness. So, so we're, we're going to keep the focus on Kamala, but I got to show you this first. This is important. <laughs> Uncle Joe for U.S. Senate. Joe Biden is back to take a hands-on approach to America's oh, problems. No. Biden has a good feel for the American people and can smell what they really there's, want deep down. There's one for Kamala, Ch- too. There is? Yeah. Check out our Kamala parody site, KamalaHarris.info. Oh, wow. I'm really Interesting. curious. Oh, they say Joe is that. ready for a fight and will give a good old-fashioned pounding to anybody who gets in his way. Oh, That's disgusting. <laughs> Okay, okay, hold on. The reason I bring this up is Kamala Harris playing PR says, I, I, I believe the women who, who say that Joe t- uh, touched them inappropriately. Then Joe walks up and says, want to be my running mate? And she goes, oh, definitely. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's how creepy this touch is. Touch me, Joe. Touch me. I'm oh, horrible. Gosh. No, no. It's, it's an issue of like, you've got all of these creepy accusations. You got, you got legit accusations against Biden. Well, and we got video of him touching children inappropriately all the time. Like, I've seen it with my own eyes. I don't care that he apologizes. He's a gross old man. (laughs) This is great. Oh, my goodness. Kamala Harris for arresting the people. This is KamalaHarris.info. 
I love it. We're gonna go. We'll, 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 I've not. I have not seen this yet. I haven't either. And we'll come back to Biden. No, in this a second. is great. This is exactly what we're talking about. Kept nonviolent criminals in jail to put out forest fires. Yep, source early times. Mm-hmm. When federal judges in California wanted to expand its prisoner release program for nonviolent criminals, Kamala Harris's lawyers argued against it. Her lawyers claimed that releasing them would cause prisons to lose an important pool of forced labor for putting out California's wildfires, for which the prisoners only get paid a dollar an hour. Wow, and that's that was, that's some serious work too, like and dangerous work. I'll be that's, fair. That's insane. I'll be fair. It was How, her office, not her personally. And now that, I'll, hold on, I'm not finished. Okay. And also, I'll be fair. Do you think her administration would be any different? Thank you. These are the people that she works with, and I think the only reason she was like, "Oh heavens me, I didn't realize what they were doing," is because. She's protecting herself and throwing them under the bus. Yep. She didn't care. She knows these people. Here we go. Oh, this is a lot of what we already talked about, but it's great. This is awesome. Put parents in jail for children skipping school and laughed about it. Mm. That's great. What else we got? Opposed DNA testing that might get an innocent black man off death row. Congratulations. Defended the death penalty. In 2014, federal judge in California ruled the death penalty unconstitutional. Despite having the ability as attorney general to defend the ruling or stay out of the matter entirely, Kamala Harris appealed it. She claimed the decision undermines important protections that our courts provide to defendants. Now, to be honest, I, I'm as far as I understand, conservatives they're pro death penalty, right? Uh, sometimes, some I mean, because didn't they just uh, reinstate the death penalty federally under Trump and Barr? I don't know anymore about what conservatives. Right, know, right, right, right. I'm, like I'm. The, the line is blurring. You see, I look at everything about Kamala Harris, and I really do view it from the left, like all and libertarian, mind you. I'm opposed to death. Pe- opposed to the death penalty. I look at Kamala Harris as a despotic authoritarian, completely supported civil asset forfeiture to seize property without any charges. Oh, man. I'm sure like every single libertarian is like just fuming right now at this choice. Civil asset forfeiture allows police to seize money, property and cars under a simple suspicion of being used for criminal activity. Despite no criminal charges, Countless innocent people have been robbed under this racket and police budgets have been funded with the seized property. Even though it is widely disliked and arguably unconstitutional, Kamala Harris has publicly supported it on multiple occasions. She sponsored a bill to allow seizure of profits without charges. And in 2011, she opposed a bill that would have reformed the procedure. And that's from Jacobin. You know Jacobin is? No, what? America's uh, foremost socialist magazine. Oh, wow. If the socialists are complaining that Kamala Harris is stealing people's stuff, you got a real problem here. Yeah. I love it. Opposed efforts to not report juvenile undocumented immigrants to ICE. Um, you know, whatever. I think that's about it. This is not Kamala Harris's actual website. And then you can shop. This so con- share it. Yeah, seriously. Wow. This man. is considered satire, it says. Yes. That would, be, that, that would it's be. It's not. No, these are actual news stories from actual newspapers. Well, it's satire in the same way Babylon Bee and the Onion well, write, write these incredibly accurate things, and then a month later they come true. I mean, they're 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 trying to uh, highlight real things she's done, pretending to be for her. That's like the joke. I, I guess. know it's great. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about uh, 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 I'm gonna tell you about Joe Biden. The, it 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 looks like these are being made by by lefties. To be honest. Because I don't think a conservative would complain about her defending the death penalty. I can't imagine they would. And I don't, I don't obviously not every single conservative, but right now I think federally they're, they're kicking back up the, the death penalty. I am no fan of this at all. I absolutely oppose it. It's a, it is a tough ethical p- position, but check this out. They talk about Joe's legislative accomplishments. He's for mass incarceration. I, I oppose that. He's against gay marriage. 
I'm, I'm against that. He's against abortion rights. This is from the left. The left is going after Biden and Kamala. So how could they possibly win? They can't. There's no way, dude. No, they're, they're, they're throwaways. It's this, the rebuild year. Oh, I was joking man. when I said it, but it's absolutely true. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> they know year. they're going to lose. <laughs> Democrats, I mean, they, they're gone. We, we, you said months ago, someone was saying about how Trump would be the last Republican president. I don't yeah. think that's the case. I think the Democrats are, are the ones that are going to be gone. You know what, man? There was a period. It, it, it goes back and forth based on what the news is, right? Some days you'll see things like this, and you're just like, wow. Yeah. That's it. How, how could they possibly win? Now, I see my normie friends, people who don't really pay attention, and they get their, they'll, they'll see passive memes. They're not paying attention to news. God, I can't stand that. I feel like you've got two different kinds of people who are active in news, and it's like populist right versus populist left for the most part. You do have crony establishment elites who are relatively active and know they're playing dirty games. You know, the establishment Democrats teaming up with the establishment, never Trump or Republicans. But while while I think many on the left are incorrect in in their in their information, they're paying attention way more than normies are. And when I see my friends say things like we all got to vote for Biden, I'm like, uh, you're for the Iraq war, you're for death penalty and harsh drugs, and you're against abortion, you're for mass incarceration. Look, at they got sources for all this stuff. This is Joe Biden is a, is a nasty dude. Yep. And you can, and he sniffs little girls. <laughs> oh my I don't, I, and, and now that he's appointed Kamala Harris, I'm just kind of like, nah, man, I don't. Nah, uh, they're done. Yeah. So what, 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 what is this? I don't care. I'm going to pull out my popcorn, make a big, huge bowl and watch those debates. It's going to be delicious. I can't wait. I love enter- I love watching good entertainment. And you got to give it to Trump. He's an entertainer, man. He's he's a good president and an entertainer. Sa- he's going to be savage. I, I laughed. I know, man. I can't wait. I, I when when they announced Kamala Harris. Uh-huh. And I I saw all the memes. I was laughing just nonstop. Everybody was ready for this, right? Like Trump had a video about phony Kamala ready to go. Boom, right when they announced it. Oh, dropped. Yeah. It's and here's the best part. He was in a press briefing, apparently, when it, was an, when it was announced or whatever. And so he gets asked, and Trump is trying to hold back laughing. It was a, I, 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 I started laughing when I saw his face. He made a face like this. He's like, like trying not to laugh, you know? <laughs> because the reporter asked him, he asked him questions uh, about Kamala Harris being a hypocrite. Like, for instance, she claimed that when she was in college, she listened to Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Right. But before they were famous. Before that music even came out. Oh, okay. And so everybody was like, that music didn't even exist when you were in college. What are you talking about? Like, she's lying. And Trump's like trying to hold back laughing because here he is talking to the White House press corps, who's usually very adversarial. And they're like, Mr. President, you put out an ad talking about Kamala's a phony. Could you comment on how she was a phony here, here, and here? And Trump's just like, well, yep, there you go. (laughs) But it was funny. He was like, uh, he was like, a what? A what? And they were like, you called her a phony. And he goes, oh, Hmm, like his campaign did it. You know, Trump. Right didn't realize they were dropping the video. Well, it came from the Trump like war room or like, you know, the Trump camp. Right. Not from his direct account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's sitting there talking to the press and he got I don't know who asked him the question, but man, he got teed up perfectly. Like Kamala Harris is a phony, she's lying. What was that what was that thing where she like she was asked about whether she smoked or something? Oh yeah. And then she was like, "My family's Jamaican." Yeah, I was actually uh trying to pull up this 
the story about her family about her dad her dad was pissed i mean i could just go off memory i was yeah. just reading about this earlier and so she she basically said to this reporter who was like well did you do you ever smoke pot in high school and she goes half my half my family's jamaican what do you think racist <laughs> stereotype and then her dad comes out and, and just is like your grandparents like your family me like we that's that is such a terrible stereotype that you know is not true that you know he was pissed so she she lied her totally. her, her family her the jamaican side of her family they like they don't like that whole stereotype yeah, because it's, it's, it's not, movies it's, it's it is you know yeah man so he, he I, was how, pissed about it imagine throwing your own family under the bus Oof. to make a joke accusing your family of being stoners or smoking pot because you were trying to trick people into voting for you by pretending to be something that you were not she is the last person should, who should be given power. Yeah, you got so it pulled up? No. Her dad. got something else. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> no. Should, should we? Oh, yeah. So, so I, I mean, I found this, and it seems to be true. I mean, this is Breitbart. I mean, they, they report on it. So this, this says Kamala's Harris ancestors owned slaves, too. Well, I, I got news for you, uh, my friend. What? Kamala Harris is accused by the black community of not being black. Wow. Because she's Indian and Jamaican. Yeah. And so the Washington Post actually writes this, why some African-Americans are questioning Kamala Harris's blackness. And I'll give you the quick gist of it. It's really interesting. Her her uh, family, I believe it's her dad who was Jamaican, right? Yeah. And her, her mom was an Indian. It was, it was her mom. Actually, let, let me read it to make sure I get it all right. They say, online stories have... Actually, hold on. This is from June 28, 2019. Online stories have circulated suggesting the lawmaker is not African-American. Because her parents are immigrants and she spent some of her childhood in Canada. During a February appearance on the Breakfast Club radio show, host DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God asked Harris about that. Harris pushed back saying, I'm black and I'm proud of being black. I was born black. I will die black, she said. I'm not going to make excuses for anybody because they don't understand. She went on to criticize those who question her racial identity. Racial identity. She said, I think they don't understand who black people are. I'm not going to spend my time trying to educate people about who black people are. Because right now, frankly, I'm focused on, for example, an initiative that I have that is called the Lift Act. That is about lifting folks out of poverty. They go on to mention, you know, uh, here, we, here we go. They say, Harris has had life experiences different from those of many black Americans. Her father is a Jamaican immigrant. Her mother is a Tamil Indian immigrant. Her husband is a white man from New York. While she was born in Oakland, a city with a rich history of African-American activism. Harris spent her early childhood in Berkeley, California, and worshipped at a Hindu temple in addition to attending black Baptist services. She attended high school in Montreal before returning to the United States for college at Howard University, a historically black college. These differences may help explain why some voters want to know more about her background. Some want to know uh, that she understands some of the issues affecting black Americans since the emancipation of slaves. Harris has said that she supports reparations for the descendants of black people who were enslaved in America. But those asking more questions have attempted to explain the intentions behind their inquiries. Basically, well, I'll, I'll, I'll read the quote. This whole argument is that uh, that we're saying she's not black is really ridiculous. Yvette Carnell, co-founder of the American Descendants of Slavery movement. We're, sa uh, we're saying there is a difference in the justice demands for people who are descendants of slaves in this country and those who were enslaved in Jamaica. Carnell fleshed out the argument further and in a tweet. Kamala Harris doesn't have that in her lineage. She's anchored in two different immigrant parents. It's really simple. Since Kamala Harris doesn't have the experience in her background or a track record that expresses this understanding, and she announced during MLK week at Howard University, 
Of course, she's going to get pressed hard on the specificity of her ADOS agenda. They say ADOS is American descendants of slavery. So I'll put it simply, man. She's literally not African. Okay. And then wait. And what you just said, I don't know where that just disappeared. Down here, the ADOS. Yeah. yeah. American defense. This one. Right. So but, but above this, it was saying we're saying there's a difference in the justice demands for people who are descendants of slaves in this country and those who are enslaved in Jamaica. Enter. Where, right, right, it's right, it's right next to it. We got bright okay. part. This is from her own father, talk, Donald Harris. It's actually from the Free Beacon. So Breitbart is just quoting the Free Beacon. Okay. So Donald Harris says he's a Stanford University economics professor revealed in 2018 that his grandmother was a descendant of Hamilton Brown, the namesake of Brownstown in northern Jamaica. My roots go back, quote, um, within my lifetime to my paternal grandmother, Miss Krishy. Uh, I might have said that wrong, but uh, it's a Christina Brown. Yeah. Her maiden name, Christina Brown. Oh, Christina Brown, descendant of Hamilton Brown, who was on record as a plantation and slave owner and founder of Brownstown. So he, this is her own father saying that they're, de- they're descendants of slave owners. This is the problem with the weird leftist identity politics stuff. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, is she's not African. You, you, she can say she's black and all that stuff because I'm uh, far be it for me to, to tell anybody about what any of that stuff represents. Yeah. I'll, de- I'll defer to other people. But it, it looks like this. Let me, let me see if I can pull up the free beacon. It looks like, there it is, Washington free beacon, Kamala Harris's ancestors owned slaves, her father said. Now, I am, I am not going to punish Kamala for the sins no, no, of, of her fathers, not. right? right. And that, 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 that's one of the big problems we have. But think about what she's claiming and, and trying to represent versus what her history actually is. Both mm. her parents are immigrants. She has, they, they, they does not go beyond, Amer- you know, uh, into American ancestry pertaining to slaves. Nor she she was not a victim of nor a perpetrator of anything having to do with that American history. Yep. Now there, I think it's fair to point out it's possible that she I think it's likely was a victim of racial discrimination and in, in, in probably various forms these things happen and you know that that's that's fair to point out. Would you take a look at her history and that flies in the face of what she's claiming to represent for sure. It's the it's the inversion of what these other people were saying about her and then a lot of the arguments in defense of Kamala ignored what they were actually saying. They were like, how silly to claim that Kalma isn't really black. That's so stupid. And that's the media's game. Instead of being honest and, and, and showing, you know, the Washington Post, mind you, did a good job. But a lot of the pundits, a lot of these politicos and pundits try and skew this is the game they play. Instead of saying straight up what they're actually talking about is that she is not a descendant of slavery. She does not have the ex- these experience. She went to high school in Montreal. She grew up in a very, uh, uh, you know, uh, activisty area in mm-hmm. Berkeley. Yeah. She is not somebody who experienced say, the hardships of Chicago or New York or any one of these other places. She actually had it pretty good it sounds. Yep. Well, she can she's going to of course play she's going to play that card. That's 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 the modern identity politics that we get right now with people like Kamala Harris and the Democrats. You know, Ben Shapiro tweeted something. It was interesting. He called her far left. Okay. And people immediately were like immediately were like she is not far left. She is more of these kind of like corporate centrist authoritarians. But then Ben Shapiro came back out and said, actually, and he posted a a list of all the things she's endorsed. Mm. And it would seem like the way I would put it is she's desperately trying to pander to the progressives. And the crazy thing to me about choosing, you're you're right, a recovery year, is that what it's called? A rebuild. A rebuild, a rebuild. That's like, what what is that, like when a sports team? Yeah, when the sport, like in uh, 1998, when the Bulls kind of, we're coming to they, a, they lost their in the last players. dance they talk about how they're going to do a rebuild year which is because they they get so big 
that they can't afford to pay all their players right, because right, all right. their players are now worth their championship winners. Yep. So they have to trade them off so that they can save money to then you know rebuild. So that's this is uh, this is the Democrats' rebuild. So they've th- th- it makes sense, man. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yep. The interesting thing, because I've I, I've heard the argument made before that they don't actually think they're going to win. But why is the why are the polls claiming they're going to win? Is this like they're going for a B team, but hoping that they, they they can win off of like past recognition or or hate for Trump? You know what I mean? I I don't know. I, I, part of me thinks that they maybe still think that they can actually win because of the way that they're pushing it all out. Like they they act they're playing the part like they're trying to win, but everything about Kamala is like she's horrible. Horrible Harris, seriously, and I, I, I don't know why anyone would want to defend her and let her be uh, it, this close to being president. She's I, a terrible woman. I tweeted this out, and I know it's a joke. All right, so here, let's let's. So this is the the cop Kamala meme. It's funny, and I and I I really don't think that conservatives are going to you know look at this and get a kick out of it. I do. I view the criticism much like a lot of these other people coming from the left, like. She's an authoritarian, despotic individual. Now, personally, I think this, this photo is hilarious. I don't think all cops are bad, like, you know, a lot of these far leftists like to claim. But why would the left, who characterize her in this way, ever give their support to this woman? The only, the only reason, in my opinion, they would choose Kamala is because they're like, let's burn it down. Hmm. Yep. Like, like exactly. Joe Biden's sleeping in the wheelchair with a blanket over his hips in the sun. And there's some people sitting there going like, I'm bored. You want to start a fire? <laughs> yeah. Right, that's literally what many of these Antifa types are doing. And they're, they're like, they're bored and lighting fires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, hey, yep. hey, Kamala, come down here. Why? We're going to burn it down. And she's like, ooh, I'm down. No, she's thinking like, ooh, I can lock them all up. Yes. <laughs> no, no, yes, a better, a better one is crimes. she's totally oblivious. They're like, you want to burn everything down? Like, yeah. Hey, Kamala, you want to be the running mate? And she's like, ooh, I do. And she runs and they're all laughing. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm seeing all of these tweets from from many on the left. There was a, uh, there's a really famous viral post from the pro, uh, progressive personality Kyle Kalinsky. Okay, and he said something like, "I'm not." He said he, he said I'm not going to be supporting the Democratic ticket. So if you want to blame me for you know costing the election, by all means do so. Please something to that effect. He was basically saying like, "Do it, do it. Claim claim I'm the one because they need people like him to actually win." And so for a while it made sense what Biden was doing. Yeah. He, he, Biden was 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 the VP in an administration for a president they called the deporter in chief. Yep. They criticized Joe Biden over this. Then when Joe Biden's debating Bernie, he's like, "I'm, I'm calling for a, a moratorium on on uh, deportations, you know, and 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 you know, decriminalizing border crossings." Look, it's like, wow, that's that's a 180 from where you were under the Obama administration. It made sense. He was trying to pander to a far left. But I'll tell you what, man, you can't win that, right? Nope. Because the far left and and regular liberals are too far apart, it creates this huge gap. You can't you can't get them all. They disagree. I mean, the far left doesn't like liberals. They rag on them all the time. So it's real, and not all of them, but but more, the more radical ones. So so then I guess the idea was do a one eighty. They start embracing Trump's positions like buy American, buy back better, buy build back better, build back better. There it is. God, it's, it's it, just it's make America great again. You can't beat it. Yep, Trump's got it already. It's too late. Didn't he try? Like he he made something that said like "Buy American" plan or something. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's ridiculous. It's, I, yeah, I've told you he's trying to cater to the Trump fans, the the people who you know are like, you know what, Trump's Trump's doing it right. And he's like, oh man, how can I oh build back better? 
That's that's basically the same thing, right? And uh, by American Act, that's that's it. That's crazy to me. It's like they're they're. Th- th- this is why I was saying early on. You know, the cons- my, my 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 mind snapped when I was like, he really did it. He really picked Kamala. They must want Trump to win. Yeah, I can't explain it. I'm sorry because I don't think I don't think a human being could. I think if you were that stupid, you wouldn't you wouldn't have like you wouldn't be able to breathe properly. Like yeah. you, you'd be so dumb, you wouldn't be able to coordinate your movements to actually walk around. But <laughs> but I, I, you think I'm joking? You think I'm joking? No no no. Listen, let's go back in time. Okay. Russia gate blew up in their faces. Yep. That Trump ended up raising record record amounts of money when that was proven to be BS. True. Then they go for another scandal. They go for impeachment, or, or, or they have uh, the whistleblower in Ukraine gate. Right. Trump raises record amounts of money. They do impeachment. Trump raises, raises records amount, record amounts of money. After impeachment failed, Trump's approval rating skyrockets. Right. I'm like, how is it that every single time they help Trump? How dumb do you have to be? So they just can't get it. I don't think they're dumb. And I think you mentioned something about this last night. You were talking about how he, uh, no matter what Trump does, what, no matter what Trump does, he's wrong, right? So yep. even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? Yep. So the Democrats are doing everything wrong, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> They've gotten absolutely nothing right. They would be right at least a couple times, at least here and there. No, no but they have once. been. They oh, have. really? Yes. What's that? Uh, the left, when they shut down Trump's press events mm-hmm. on, on COVID, because it was benefiting him. So I'm not, I'm not as crazy. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, being, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit when I say they keep, they've been wrong every step of the way. Trump was giving the COVID, COVID press briefings daily. Yep. He saw his highest approval rating in aggregate for his entire presidency. They immediately said he's lying, shut down the events, and they cut away and stopped covering them. Yep. That was smart on their part. They have done some things that have benefited them. <laughs> smart. Do you hear that, America? The media doesn't want you to see it, and they yeah. call it smart. Just, well, just, that was uh, their st- I'm just pointing that well, out. Well, I'm, I'm calling it smart in terms of their strategy. For them. Right. And, but you're right. That was their strategy. Yeah, cut cut the people off from the president of the United States. Well, look, because they don't want him to actually they don't want them to actually hear what the president has to say. Because newsflash, he's actually a good president. When people hear Trump, he does better. Right, recently, Trump's approval rating has been going up, and the pollsters attribute this to his re- him him reviving press briefings on COVID. Yep. Because people, when they hear what he has to say. All of a sudden, they start liking the guy. Mm-hmm. And it's because the media lies all the time. Trump is far from perfect, but man, does the, lead, the media lie about everything. Yep. So listen, the point I was making is there, there, there's a few things the left has done that has benefited them. The left, the media, and the Democrats. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's like they're, they're, they're five steps behind Trump. So something happens. 40 chess. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what I think? I don't think Trump is playing 4D chess. I think Trump is playing chess. I think the Democrats are playing checkers. Trump's been preparing for his presidency since the 80s. I know it, yeah. dude. He, he's been prepping for this. He knows what he's doing. He was friends with all the Democrats. He knew what they were, what, how they played the game. He was part of their... He, he was in the circles. He, he was aware and now he's he went against them, and now they're like, "Whoa!" I mean, you see what happened in 2016, and how they've ramped up their anti-Trump rhetoric. It's like, dude, he he knows what he's doing, and he's smart. He's gonna he's gonna win this this fall. Well, that's good news for the media. Yeah, it's it great news for the media. Yeah, let's talk about. Take this. a look. Take a look at this article, everybody, from Digiday. There's no antagonist. News outlets mull the possible end of their editorial and business side Trump bump bonanza. 
And I want you all to laugh at the fear in their hearts of what it, me- what it would mean if Trump would lose. But then I want you to throw up in your mouth a little mm. bit when you realize they're cheering for Trump winning. Yep. They want him to win. I've, t- I've talked about this with a couple of other people in the past that CNN secretly wants Trump to win. Of course they do. Yep. Because he's their whole existence. I tell you what, man, there's something called, what do, what do, what do I call it, the CNN challenge? Oh, what's that? It's where you put on Fox News at a random time during the day Mm -hmm. and then see what they're talking about and then change the channel to CNN and they'll be talking about Trump. I call it that. Yeah. So I've posted this. If if you check out my Instagram, Instagram.com slash Timcast, I posted two videos where it's like I turn on Fox and they're like, we've got a major serious weather storm front coming up to the Gulf. It's going to be reaching these states. You know, make sure you you buy supplies. And I'm like, all right, severe weather, you know, possible risk to the American people. Mm -hmm. Switch to CNN. It's a panel where like now Donald Trump may be the worst president. But Mm. so then a few days later, I'm like flipping through. I turn on Fox News and it's like riots have erupted in Iran could challenge the government. And I'm like, wow, international affairs. I put on CNN. Now, Donald Trump, is he the worst president? I certainly think he's the worst president. That's the game they play. (laughs) Yep. So, so they know what it means. They know what it means if Trump loses. And that's, it's, it's a really interesting thing because a lot of the progressives have been complaining about this. Okay. If, you, if you follow the progressive circles, they complain about how it's all Trump all the time and how that helps Trump. So m- remember that woman? We just had that story of that MSNBC reporter who resigned. Okay. One of the complaints she had was that even when it's not about Trump, when it's about Biden, they somehow try and make it Trump. Yep. The media... I wouldn't say that they're trying to make Trump win, but I will say they love the opportunity. And what ends up happening is they inadvertently help him by giving him endless free press. And you know what's interesting is when when I see a story and the media lies, my you know like they'll put out a story where it's like, you know, Donald Trump does bad thing. When I see that, my reaction isn't, "Oh no, Donald Trump did a bad thing." It's I am sick and tired of the lies. Yep. And it makes me really want to just slam that Trump button in spite of the deception and, 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 the, and just the, the dupli- duplicitousness. I do not like being taken advantage of. And I really, really don't like it when people try to manipulate me. Well, these news you- medias are, are acting like they, the Internet doesn't exist. They're acting as if people can't circumvent their news media like we can't just go fact check ourselves and watch his press briefings live and while the, it's actually going on but, on YouTube, on whatever. There's countless different places you can watch it. And that's why they're trying to shut us down. That's true. That's why they ban people who say things like learn to code, a simple joke. They're like an opportunity to ban and purge people. You're gone. They don't want you to have that ability. They suspend the president's own tweets. Yep. And they make up the BS copyright claims on satire. And they they, they call them fake news. They label accurate uh, tweets false information, like what happened to you yesterday. Yep, yep. They exactly. play dirty games where Trump will say something and they'll take it out of context on purpose to claim it's false. Yep, Like exactly. the, the famous acid wash fact check. Hmm. So, so just quickly, because you, you got to know this if you don't. Many of you probably do. Trump claimed Hillary Clinton acid washed her server. We all know what he means. We're saying rational people. He's using it's it's a figure of speech. And NBC News said false. Hillary Clinton did not use a corrosive chemical on her computer. Well, nobody thought that. Are you nuts? Yeah. You take it literally. But what he meant was that she purged the hard drives, which she she deleted a bunch of files. Yeah, and she totally did. This is the you you were mentioning the media doesn't realize that we can go around them. Yeah, exactly. I think some of them do, but they know many people won't because they're used to it. Well, and, and a lot of people are working. They they don't have that much time. It was like, 
the time they do have, they're making food, you know, like, oh, let me just see what's on the news and I'll, I'm doing something. I'm kind of not really paying attention, but I'm getting the information, you know, or at the airport, you know, CNN yeah. is in every airport. So they're they, spreading you know, they this. They pay millions of dollars for that. Right. To, to spread their message everywhere, yeah. which which is lies. Hillary Clinton was campaigning in 2016 mm-hmm. and she was at some southern event and she talked with a southern drawl. Okay. And everybody was like, uh, does she not know what the internet is? Right. Yes. Guess what? Back in the day, when the politicians would travel around the country, mm-hmm. they'd jump to Chicago and be like, how's it going, everybody? My name's uh, Timmy. I'm here from Chicago, and I'm uh, yeah, running for president. It's and pretty pe- good. It's and pretty people, good Chicago. Yeah. People would be like, hey, talks <laughs> just like me, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to vote name- for this guy. My name's Bob. I make garage doors and, uh, you know, garage door openers, and this guy represents me here in Chicago, and I watch the Bears. <laughs> then... They go to Brooklyn, and they talk with a Brooklyn accent. Yep. They go to the South, they talk with a Southern accent. Oh, you would do so well, man. Exactly. You would. So, so here we have, the, the, look, there really is this mentality among these establishment types, especially someone like Joe Biden. Does he not know that we watch him on camera say words? He might not. He doesn't. Yeah, he might, he might actually yeah, not. He might just. My favorite is when what? he was He was like, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, what do I say? What, what do I say? Like, come on. He's like trying to. Cute card. Get, yeah. Like, what do I say? Come on. Yeah. Give me something to say. It's like, did you see, did you see the one where he just breaks down in the interview and then, the, and then his staffer turns the interview off and says, that's all the time we have and just yeah, shuts it off. Hilarious. That's scary, man. I don't know. There's, there's this like little bit of piece of me that it's like, is he faking it? Is he really that? Demented. He's gonna wonk us. Yeah, he's gonna wonk <laughs> us, man. He's gonna come out there and just be like, "Well, I'm actually Joe Biden, and I'm ready to well, fight Donald we Trump." Got, you got to paint the picture better. All right, they're sure. gonna wheel him out in a wheelchair, <laughs> and he's gonna have a blanket on his lap, and then he's gonna struggle to stand up, and he's gonna be shaking, and then he's gonna fall straight forward, <gasps> and everyone's gonna gasp. Then he's gonna do a perfect somersault, jump right up, and go, "Hey!" And he's gonna mosey on over, and he's gonna do a little shuffle dance. Uh-huh. Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. No, I really don't believe it. I don't know. So they they're so right now, you know, Trump is saying Biden wants to defund the police. That's technically true. Joe Biden was asked if he would be in favor of redirecting funds, and he said yes, absolutely. Yep. It's like these people don't know they're on camera. Even Kamala Harris has been she she hasn't been on record on actually saying defund the police, but she was applauding the LA mayor for de- right. for defunding the police. These but people so have no politics. No. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you what I see. All right. There's there's always room to criticize Trump. But when I see Trump, he's like, here's the things I want to do. Yep. And I'm like, I believe he wants to do those things. Mm. Yep, I agree. Trump says, I'm going to build a big, beautiful wall from sea to shining sea. Mm. And the best he can do is bollard fencing. But he wanted border security. I can see, I can understand his general idea. He yeah. really did want massive, thick walls. And it's to, it's to help stop human trafficking. A lot of things. Which is a big issue. And but he, here, he's fighting it, dude. The wall issue is a perfect example of Trump's mistakes and his intention. Okay. Trump wanted border security. To him, he said, big, beautiful wall, 30 feet high from sea to shining sea. ICE and CBP came to him and said, we need to be able to see through it because there might be people on the other side and we need to know where they're going. Okay. And it was like, oh, that's why bollard fencing makes more sense. Yeah. You do a big wall, you won't know where they're going. So then for budgeting reasons and for, you know, strategy and, and tactics, they decide to do the fencing instead. But what Trump was really telling the American people was, I want to guarantee the security of this nation and its southern border. Yeah. If you, if you think about what he says in his intention, you believe him, and then he did it. Yep. There's a lot of things he didn't get done. He wanted to make Mexico pay for it. You can argue about you know 
tax incentives and trade-offs and, and, and free trade or whatever. But the point is, he didn't get everything he wanted because he comes from a business background. And this is what I see. He comes from a world where when you're running a business, you can snap your fingers and tell your you know, staffers and your commanders, here's what I need done. Go do it. He enters government and now there's red tape everywhere. Yeah. And he's trying to like move through it. And it's difficult. But you can you can see his intent is legitimate. But even as a businessman, even in that that uh, field that he was in, he made moves where a lot of other people would be sitting there going, how do we make this happen? When he was actually right. out there going, I'm going to make this happen and then doing it and making it happen. So him building the wall, like what you said, you know, he wanted to build it for security of our nation. But then you, you followed it up by on the southern border. You didn't even need to say that because right. that's literally what people want. They want security in our nation. Absolutely. And, and Joe so, Biden so, is not that. Right. And Trump is, is he said it. That's what his plan is. He's proven time and time again throughout his entire career. When he says something, he follows through with it. Trump, the reason I bring that up is that when Trump says he wants to do something, I legitimately believe he means it. Agreed. He's like, we're going to bring back jobs. It's going to be better than ever. The TPP was awful. NAFTA was a terrible trade deal. First thing he does, he nukes TPP. Yep. He starts renegotiating NAFTA. And, and, and here's what I see. Whether you disagree with him or not, that's fine. But you look at what Trump is doing, and I'm like, he means what he says. Mm -hmm. You look at Joe Biden, he'll say whatever you tell him to say. Yeah. Yep. Why, what are you going to vote for? You're whatever vote? his handlers tell him yeah. to say. <laughs> this, I, I look at Joe Biden, and I'm like, I have no idea what he wants to do other than sniff kids. Like, no, I'm not, <laughs> or I'm not have even... him sit on his lap or touch his legs or yeah. whatever he says about it. It's yeah. creepy. Listen, but I, but I really do mean this. What does Joe Biden want to do for this country? Okay. Is he for Medicare for all? Is he opposed to it? I don't know. He's flip-flopped and he's like tried to pander to the far left and he's public option. He, he says a moratorium on deportations. Now he's saying buy America, build back better. He's trying to emulate Trump. He's tough on China, but then he says China, they're good people and you can't, you can't blame them for this. W which is it? He put out an ad where he was like, Trump is soft on China. And I was like, are you insane? <laughs> like, what? He really did that. Yeah. And then you got Pelosi coming out going, well, China wants Joe Biden to be president. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> you're acting like a crazy old person. The crazy ones. Not all Joe old Biden. people are crazy, but the <laughs> Pelosi is one of those crazy old people with the claw hands. I'll put it this hey, way. I'm going to tell you something. This is the way it is. If you, if you uh, uh, captured, you know, what's a better word? If you mandated for the debate between Trump and Biden and Kamala, and they were administered with a truth serum, Ooh. do you know what Trump would end up saying? The exact same the stuff. The exact same stuff. Yep. He'd be insulting people. He'd be like, yep. no, listen, morons. They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and, and people would be like, he's Wrong. not any different. Excuse me. Right, right, right. Excuse me. I'm correct, but that's what he'd be <laughs> yes. saying. Right, Excuse me. Wrong. No. Terrible deal. And people in the audience would be like, but, but we gave him the truth serum. Why? why China. Why, why? Yes, exactly. He'd be saying that too. Yep. You give the truth serum to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Joe Biden would be like, look, my number one priority on day one is to assume power and have power and be in control, benefit my family and get them lucrative jobs in four countries and make sure they can live well. And I have no interest at all in the American people. And these people just told me to say that. And now I, I'm being told <laughs> I shouldn't be saying anything anymore. <laughs> like, oh, Kamala go back Harris to your basement. Yeah. <laughs> would be like, listen, you know, I'm here because I want power over other people. <laughs> and I want them to go to prison because it's funny to me. And I probably make money because I've made deals with them. That's all they care about, man. I don't know if that's true, by the way. I just kind of this is why that out there. This is why I can't stand the establishment. And that includes Republicans. They represent to me 
people who just want the keys to the castle. Mm-hmm. It's all they've ever wanted. And you know what? I, I blame myself a little bit. I think I blame a lot of Americans, a lot of people who don't vote. But I really do blame the people who keep voting back and forth. There, there's actually, it's, it's an interesting conundrum where I didn't vote in the past following Obama because I'm like, what's the point? I'm going to Mitt Romney. No, Barack Obama. Sorry, you know, fool me once. And then we get in 2016, I see Trump and I see Hillary and I'm like, nah, I'm just not interested. We're at a point now where we're seeing how bad it really gets. Trump has really improved. What is what does this look on your face? What is this? What is this? He's got he's got a smile on his face. God, just I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Sunday. When was the last time Trump said something inappropriate <laughs> about another person? I don't know. He's been have, have rather you, you, he's been rather presidential yeah, as of, of late. He has been. He's been pretty good about this. He hasn't said anything super insulting. In fact, someone was just right. saying that when he contains it, his approval rating goes, <laughs> up, which is really weird, right? And I was thinking I about mean, it. He won the presidency being that obnoxious yeah. person anyway. So if his approval rating has just gone up from there, I'm voting for him. I, I, I didn't was, vote for him last time. It was it was Hillary, man. but I I didn't want to. I was. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. My smile, I couldn't. I couldn't hold it back. <laughs> oh, I see, but, I see. But you were go go ahead. Don't 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 stop. When in 2016, <laughs> I was initially on the Bernie Sanders. What, 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 I don't want to call it a train. Um, it was a Trump train and the Bernie Sanders Bernie Volkswagen or something. <laughs> and uh, I was I, because I thought Bernie was was more like Trump. Okay. He actually was. But Bernie sold out in two seconds. Oh, yeah. As soon as given the opportunity to be a millionaire, he was like, uh, do you vote for the establishment uh, and, and ignore the millionaires. They're, they're, they're okay now. As soon as he made all that money. You look at what he's saying now. Actually, I think I might have, I don't, I don't know if I have an article about it, but there was, uh, oh, I actually do. Check this out. From Forbes, Bernie Sanders. Congratulations to Kamala Harris, who will make history as our next vice president. Oh. She understands what it takes to stand up for working people, fight for health care for all, and take down the most corrupt administration in history. Let's get to work and win. And let, me give, let, me, let, me, let me give you a pseudo applause, Bernie, because Bernie Sanders, one, one of his former staffers, Brianna Joy Gray, says, we are in the midst of the largest protest movement in American history, the subject of which is excessive policing. And the Democratic Party chose a top cop and the author of the Joe Biden crime bill to save us from Trump. The contempt for the base is wow. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But I'm, I'm highlighting this to talk about Bernie Sanders. In 2016, Bernie said, TPP, terrible. NAFTA, awful deal. Open borders. Koch brothers proposal. We don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to him and I'm like, here, here, brother. I hear you, Bernie. And I'm like, here's a guy who's been in office for, for decades, who stood up for these issues time and time again. Here he is now standing up for the working people, opposing the, the, the wealthy, you know, money and politics, all these bad things. And I was like, I'm here for it, even though I really disagree with a lot of his far, text, uh, far left policies. There was enough there I liked. And I, I talked, I actually talked to a lot of people throughout the 2016 campaign when Bernie finally dropped out and it was obvious it was going to be Hillary. I met these guys in Anaheim who told me it was, it was an older dude and two younger guys. And they got, ended up getting beaten up by the far left, chased yeah. out and spit on and, and hit. They told me that they were Bernie Sanders supporters who switched for Trump because Trump was the only other guy who was offering up anything to the working class. And all these other people who are now supporting Hillary Clinton, they, they don't even know what they're talking about. Right. They end up getting attacked, of course. So, yeah. So we end up seeing Bernie Sanders flipping. And now I'm kind of like, OK, so I stood out and I was like, whatever, man, what a ridiculous election. I don't care. Fool me once. I'm not playing these games. Now we're at a point where Trump really has chilled out. And that's a fact. That you, you, like the thing, like there was a lot he was doing, and I explained this back in the day, that really put off moderate liberal types 
inappropriate behavior, things that are funny, but not the president should be doing. The last two press conferences Trump had, super calm. Yep. Thank you for your question. Yes. Calm, absolutely. collected, yep. killing it. I think he was waiting until we got closer to the VP announcement, and now he's going to be more stoic, more rational, more chilled out. At least that's what I'm seeing now. So I was thinking about everything we're seeing with the far left, with the riots, what Trump's actions have been, how the media has lied. And now I'm thinking, you know what? I've said this several times. The far left would be better served by another four years of Trump to finally end the crony establishment. Boom. That's it. Keep them out. Then in four years, the far left can step up with a better candidate and get rid of the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Biden's, the Kamala's. Don't let them win. I don't think they're going to win at this point. But that's what I see. And I, I talked about, I've been talking about for a while. Listen, man, you know, Trump is the bull rampaging through the ivory tower and the establishment is being forced out and they're desperately trying to hold on. You give Trump four more years, you might not like him personally or his policies. The far left has a better chance of getting their policies enacted with Trump as the president than as the Democrats retaining establishment control and kicking all populists out. Not, not that I want them to win on a lot of things. I actually lean left on many issues, but they're way too far left for my tastes. But I'll tell you this. If the establishment wins, the far left will will be pushed out, and so will the populist right. Yep. All populists will just be crushed. They'll start, they'll, they will immediately seize the reins. Social media will silence and ban everybody anti-war, anybody who's populist. They're already trying to do it. Yep. So that's why I'm sitting here now. Well, and that's, think, just, that's just one of the reasons, honestly. Th- think about... Uh, you know, all the presidents, uh, every president, you know, they, they come into office, they have a really good approval rating, and they tend to go down over time. Yeah. Trump's been, it was the opposite. It went down and started climbing no, back he up. He came in low, and it's just been climbing and te- climbing. Te- technically. Oh, well, all right. I'm, as, I'm as generalizing as he, it. He got elected and saw a big spike, and yeah. then it just dropped off. Right. But it's slowly been going up. But then you think about why. You think about Russiagate. You think he ca- he called it treason today on his press briefing. Obamagate. He, he, he called Biden by name, Obama by name, all these other people that were part of it, Comey. He was like, this, it's treason what they did. They spied on me. They used, they used uh, FISA stuff. To, to phony FISA BS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like, bad, man. And his approval rating is just going up and up and up. Hey, dude, he's he's gonna but I don't, I make don't, some moves. I don't I don't I don't trust the polls. I don't trust I, the polls I, either. I, I saw a meme. There was like this this there's, there's a meme post on Facebook and it said, My neighbor across the street used to fly a Trump flag. One okay. day I noticed that the flag was gone and I was out mowing the lawn and he came over and started we started talking and he's like, I mentioned this the bumper sticker on my car for a progressive candidate. And he asked me about about her and I told her and then I asked him, why did you take your Trump flag down? And he said, you know, it's because my grandson came to me and asked me why I supported a racist, sexist bigot and I had no answer. And I realized, you know, if you lose the respect of your grandson, then what have you got? And or I was you like, explain to your grandson that he's not any of those things. No, my response to that is yes. And then everyone standing around started clapping. It didn't happen. That didn't happen. Of course not. I've, I've, I, I was talking. There's, there's a couple. I don't, I want to drag, drag some people into this, but there's some, some moderately high-profile individuals who host a show, and I was talking to them back in like 2017. They said from Europe, all the news they saw said Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. That's it. Then they came and flew back to the U.S. and landed and saw nothing but Trump signs, mm-hmm. and immediately said Trump's going to win. And and, pe- and people laughed at them. They're like, you're nuts. And they were like, you've not been on the ground in these towns. You've not driven around. 
tell me where have you seen the Hillary sign? Yeah, and right now, are there Biden signs? So I get it, man. People are saying they're going to vote against Trump, and that's what they're really doing. I wonder how many how many people are going to vote. How many people will vote just simply because they hate Trump? People are having Trump rallies on their own. There's boat rallies happening across this nation right now. What what was that photo? I'm bleeding into it. I got you. So (laughs) one of them. I mean, there. All right. So. There's this one picture of just massive Trump. They, they got like 15 Trump flags all the way up the whole sails. And there's this picture of all these different, um, you know, boats just rocking the Trump flag. And there's this one guy in a kayak holding up a, Bi- a handwritten Biden 2020 sign. Just and then like, uh, you know what they're trying to say now? What? It proves that Trump is, is it's all the rich people who can afford boats. And it's like, <laughs> do, have these people ever financed a boat? Like, how much do you think it costs to, to finance a boat? Right. It's not that much. No. Not docking fees and stuff, but these are middle class people. Yeah. You, they got a boat. It's a couple hundred bucks plus docking fees. And it's all over the place. Yeah, There's. Dude. I've seen boating in Florida, in Minnesota, in Iowa. Man, where else have I seen it? Delaware River, right? right Delaware here the, River, the, the Philly, right, right here. Area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was crazy because everywhere, people, man. They, 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 big boat parades. Trump 2020. I'm sorry, man. I, I do think you, you'd be a fool to think you've got it in the bag completely. Of course, we're going to sit here and laugh because Kamala is like the worst pick ever. No, I've said it. I've said it many, many times. Every single Trump supporter is proud to go vote for him. Proud. No, no, no. You're, 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 you're wrong. Okay. Well, then it's, I'll talk about no, myself. No, no, no. I am. No, no, no. I can't wait to go but vote I'm, for I'm, him. But I'm only, I'm, only, I'm only giving you a jab. The reality is you didn't give them enough credit. <laughs> Trump supporters will walk over broken glass to go vote for You're, him. Yeah, that's It's right. beyond proud. It is, I see you out there. Mm-hmm. It is like I am, I am not going to back down. Because they love this country and they believe that he is doing the right thing. And I do too. For me, it's actually, I think, more so... There's, there's many things Trump has done that, that's been really great. E- economics. You, you, you cannot deny it. Yeah. You know, on, up until COVID. But for me, it really is the Democrats embracing of this psychotic ideology. And them trying to blame Trump for COVID when he literally tried to give them help and they denied it and then made it all worse and are just yeah. keeping it worse. They will burn hmm. it all to the ground because yep. they don't like the orange yes. men. Yep. You see what's going on in New York now with the, uh, uh, the, the big retail chains are, are leaving New York? I'm not surprised. This is insane. Yeah, New York's gone to the to the dogs. All of these big chains, like even Subway sandwiches, Whoa. they're like, we're out. Wow. Well, I don't know how many, but there's no business anymore. I the, once the, stood on one corner and I saw five Starbucks. And I was like, there's a Starbucks, there's one, there's one, there's one. And I was standing in front of one. I cannot, I, I'm just flabbergasted is, yep. an, is an understatement when I see these cities how they are being driven into the grounds. Oh, yeah, we, we've got the, the police chief who resigned. Oh, yeah. In Seattle. We, have, we actually yeah, have that story. Let's talk about her. Let's talk oh, about yeah, her. Yeah, for sure. What, this, a, what an so, awesome woman. So listen, the context I'm, I'm bringing this up in, when I see stories like this, Seattle police chief resigns after budget cuts. Move comes after city council voted to cut spending in response to public pressure to defund the police. This is, my understanding, is the first black female police chief of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Progress. Yeah, I think so, yeah. They were going to cut her salary. No, and not just cut her salary, but make her fire a right. hundred cops that she herself hired. I was going to say that's not the reason she's resigning. It was it was a minor cut to her salary, but they said defund the police, one hundred layoffs, and it was mostly minority officers. Yep. This is the insanity we are seeing across this country from people who claim to be anti-racist. In California, 
literally repealing civil rights law. Yep. It's what's mind blowing to me is when I try to explain to my friends, they're like, you're going to make, make sure you, you know, you vote for Biden, settle for Biden. And I was like, but the Democrats are repealing civil rights law in California. And they're like, so what? <laughs> what? Or, or, you know, they, they, they look don't at, even know what it means. Then they, they refuse to believe it. Right. They refuse to believe it. Prop Prop 16 would re- repeal Prop 209, which says the state shall not discriminate on the basis of race, sex, national origin, etc. cetera, uh, in, in public, it's public education and uh, a, a couple other a couple other instances. These are important civil rights laws that make it illegal f- to discriminate on the basis of race. They get rid of it. That, to me, is an existential threat to, for one, the progress we've made in this country. And that's one of the reasons why I feel obligated. I have no choice. I was talking, I, I, look, I've been talking to other people of a similar background to mine. And the, the argument is basically, when you have Democrats saying straight up, we will repeal civil rights law. Well, then there's literally nothing you can say to me. You literally told me, vote for Trump or else. And I'm like, okay. They, they, the Democrats have said to me, look, looked me in the eyes and said, your family history, the things they've went through, the, the, the fleeing multiple states because of these, these, you know, because of how the system was, was structured, those things that protected you, we will take away. And I said, so you're telling me I have no choice but to vote for Trump because if they win, you're gonna do horrifying things to my family. Yep. Okay. Thanks. I guess I have no choice. What do you want me to say? Yeah. To, to be f- go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say to be fair, Trump has chilled out. Yeah, definitely. And has. that's and that's been a big thing because typically when I think back to the things that really I didn't like, his diction, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been doing that. No, he hasn't. That was you know really early on. I would roll my eyes every day at some silly thing, and I have a sense of humor, man. I can laugh about it. Doesn't mean I got to vote for it. Right. Today, I watched his past couple press conferences, and I was like, he was so reserved. Yeah, today it was as, really... As, I mean, actually, all of the past couple months, he's been... Reserved? Yeah, chilled solid. out. Yeah. And when he uh, uh, when the shooting happened outside the, the White House, mm-hmm. he calmly walked away, calmly walks back in. Do I look rattled? And I'm like, he seems chill. Impressive. Yep. Yeah, man. What, what, am, what am I supposed to say? And I, I hear from my friends, a friend of mine who is LGBTQ said he's threatening my community. And I'm like, I can. Joe Biden's the one who's against gay marriage. Yeah, but he'll give in to whatever they want. That's a good point. Kamala Harris and Biden will do whatever they're told by the far left. Mm -hmm. No, but I think it's a fair point. Their concerns, if you are pro, say, trans activism and all this stuff and identitarianism and stuff. And I look at that and I'm like, I can understand why they would be concerned and upset about that. I literally have nothing else to say. I'm sorry. Like the Democrats have this insane ideology that directly threatens my family. And so maybe there's a dividing line, maybe. But I will also say there's a lot of things I disagree with about the activism they're pushing forward, yeah. the anti-science stuff too. Well, you, defunding the police is a terrible thing. We, we've talked about New York, Chicago, Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland, where all these places that are dropping police. 129 departments. Across the nation? Across the nation. According to a report, this was a report by Fox News, mm-hmm. they said it was 250 departments were reviewed, yeah. and just about half had reductions in their budgets due to the defund the police demands. And now we're seeing crime spike everywhere. Murder. Murder is spiking. Did you know Homicides that- Homicides are, are up 200, I think more, like 300% in New York. I, I don't know exactly the number, but last I checked, it it's was- like a ridiculous number. It's insane. You know, the DA in Chicago, I think, I don't know if she's the DA or the state's attorney. I think she's state's attorney. Kim Fox is releasing 35% more. She's dismissing 35% more felonies than the previous. 
Now, now, now to be the whole line, we, we, you know, we, we really got to be fair. There's probably good reason to suggest that some of these prosecutors were overzealous and prosecuted people they probably shouldn't have. Okay. I'm, I'm totally down for prison reform and criminal justice reform. But I got to say, man, when, when you're dismissing a higher percentage of homicides and, you know, aggravated assaults and sexual assaults and stuff like this at, the t- at a time when crime is going up, hmm. I'm going to have to give you the side eye and be like, mm, what are you doing over there? More importantly, she released like 800 people for rioting charges like low-level misdemeanor stuff during the riots. And now we see mass widespread looting. And I'm going, mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I think she's doing it right. You know, like, is it, you know so, what I mean? So I want to give credit to Carmen Best. She is an incredible woman. And, and I'm, I'm going to read this letter that she wrote to the government, or she went to, uh, let's see, who did, who did she send this to? The president and Lisa Herbert of Public Safety in Seattle. So this is, this is a, a letter dr- directly from her. It says, Dear... President Gonzalez, Chairwoman Herbold, and the Seattle City Council members, I wanted to update you on recent events, particularly those that have occurred late last night. A resident of mine in Snohomish Snohomish County was targeted by a large group of aggressive protesters late last night. My neighbors were concerned by such a large group, but they were successful in ensuring the crowd was not able to trespass or engage in other illegal behavior in the area despite repeated attempts to do so. Currently, the local sheriff, not SPD resources, is monitoring the situation. I urge you both and the entire council to stand up for what is right. These actions are these direct actions against elected officials and especially civil servants like myself are out of line with and go against every democratic uh, principle that guides our nation. Before this devolves into a new way of doing business by mob rule here in Seattle and across the nation, elected officials like you must forcefully call for the end of these tactics. She's calling them out. They didn't, though. And they didn't. And she's (laughs) quitting now. But do you know know what those local residents did to ensure no illegal behavior? What? You know. Yeah. yeah. They they came out with rifles. Yes, they did. And they pointed them at the peaceful (laughs) assemblers. And they left. And they left. And And they're like... We were, we were p- being peaceful, and you pointed a gun at us. And the lady goes, "That's why you were being peaceful." Mm-hmm. That's true. My yep. hero. So I'm, I'm just going to finish reading because just uh, it sums it up perfectly. The events of this summer were initiated in a moment of grief and outrage over the murder of George Floyd by Minneapolis police officers and so many other Black and Brown police suffering at the hands of injustice. All of us must ensure that this righteous cause is not lost in the confusion of so many protesters now engaging in violence and intimidation which many are not speaking against. That's a problem. Sincerely, uh, Carmen Best, Chief of Police, Seattle Police Department. Her resignation is effective September 2nd, I believe. And it is a shame because these are the kind of cops that we need. Carmen Best, I salute you. How ridiculous to claim to fight for, for, you know, racial justice and then target minorities. And these activists are overwhelmingly white. They, I've been, I was, I've been in Portland. I've been in Seattle. Man, I tell you this, I've never heard more racial slurs screamed in my life than when I go down to these events. And do I hear it from the right-wingers? Nope. Nope, of course not. It's all from the left. Yep. These, it's, it's insane. I mean, there was a, there's a, a couple famous instances where these Antifa types, these Black Lives Matter people, are yelling the N-word at cops, like Phil, black cops. His name is Philip Anderson. I've been following this guy still, and he is out there constantly calling these people out, and he gets ridiculed. And he gets name called so heavily. It's crazy to watch his videos. And he's just calling him out. Like, well, what about me? 
you know what about me do i not matter to you guys and they just yeah. they just rip them apart you know what, man i'm gonna props, say it props to you philip i'm, I'm still I'm, watching i'm i'm uh i'm really really mad at the democrats me too really you know why i'm mad why because they they're forcing me to vote for trump they're yeah. forcing me to have to do it i don't i don't like voting against okay okay and normally unless i hear a bunch of really strong policies now i'll tell you i lean towards trump that's why i've said you know I, i'm definitely leaning towards it it's probably it's probably going to be and it's because of afghanistan Yep. It's because Trump wants to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. You cannot argue against that. I, listen, you can give me a sound, reasonable argument. Maybe Dan Crenshaw has one. But the regular people in this country who are like, I'm either I'm, I must be for the war now. You know, oh, because Joe Biden supported it and Trump opposed it. Therefore, I'm for it. Sorry. Give me a real discussion about our use of resources. Otherwise, I don't want to hear it. So I'm looking at Trump now and I'm saying he's not that bad. I look at the Democrats and I'm like, these people have lost their minds. Yep. And I've never been in a position where I really felt like there was an existential threat to this country. I've seen elections. I've seen the comments about like, you know what, man, I get it. You guys, I'm staying out of this. But now it's to the point where it's like businesses are being destroyed. They're arresting people for running their businesses. The governor of New Jersey just threatened all the businesses again. And I'm seeing posts from from locals I know who are like, what does this mean for my business? They're going to take like, we're done. We're, we're, we're over. Our, our, our company is gone. Murphy's crazy. Yeah. These, these Democrats are psychopaths. Yes, they are. Bill de Blasio illegally painting Black Lives Matter without going through the legal channels, taking taxpayer funds and using the NYPD to protect it, and then arguing that the Blue Lives Matter has no right to paint their own message. And now he's being sued for it. Good. They've lost their minds. I'm not here to advocate for a message to be painted on anything. I'm here to say equality under the law for everybody. Boom. And they don't agree with that. They don't. Then they need, they to, want be, to, they need to be outed then. Absolutely. They needed to be recalled years ago. And that's why it's like, you know what? Trump's not that bad. I will absolutely take another four years of Trump and Republicans if it means the crony establishment and the corrupt are removed from office. Trump's awesome. I'm not. I'm not. Trump is awesome. I'm going to vote for him. I'm, I can't <laughs> wait to vote for him. I know many of you are out there thinking the same thing I am. And you want to say it and you, you're not. If you're scared, don't be scared. Say it. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm gonna, proud I'm, of it. I'm going to say this one more time. If Donald Trump loses and you right now are too scared to speak up out of fear of losing your job or your friends yelling at you or, or making people angry or whatever, don't be a mean person. You know, you can express yourself, you can assert yourself and stand up for yourself. But I worry about how people are going to feel if they really do think Trump needs to be the person who wins, that Biden and Kamala are really big threats, and then they lose because you didn't want to speak up. I, I personally, that's, that's not for me. I can understand people who don't want to do it because they're concerned about their lives and safety and everything like that. But I do not, it would not feel good to, you know, if I knew something was this important and then you lose, you know, imagine January 20th comes around and it's, you know, cop Kamala and, and creepy sleepy Biden. And you could have spoken up early. You could have said something. You could have changed it. You could have done it now. This is the time. It is, it is August 11th. We are less than three months out. Speak up for what you believe in. And the same is true for the Biden people. Look, I'm, all I'm really saying is stand up for yourself. But to be honest, the left gets, has carte blanche to stand up and, and scream. They, they, they break the rules, get fired, and then get reinstated. Like the guy wearing the Black Lives Matter mask. Yep. Taco Bell's like, you're out. And he's like, then I quit. There was a, there was a venue. We were going to put on an event. All the staff threatened to quit because they didn't, they didn't want some of our speakers who were going to be there. And that was it. Show's, show can't go, to the, go, go there. A lot of people on the right aren't doing the same thing. Maybe it won't matter because the left will not be voting for Cop Kamala. It's because the people in the middle, like me are the ones making a difference. Uh, most of us are in the middle. Most of us see that Trump's the way. There are, there are, he is. Let's do it. Calling the shots. 
there have been a lot of polls showing that independents slightly lean in favor of Trump and the conservatives okay. and the Republicans, I should say. All right. But there, there is a decent amount of independents who are leaning left. And I think that's their goal with Kamala. They mm-hmm. want to try and grab as many independents as possible. It is the smarter play. But Kamala is just a really, really awful, awful candidate. Gosh, she's awful. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to we're going to take your super chats, and we just cracked forty thousand oh, likes, yes. which means Adam puts on the maga bean. Huh? I was Big waiting timing. for it. I was waiting for it. Oh yeah. If, if, I gotta say, I gotta say, thank you, everyone. I've been I've been spamming the chat like, help us beat our record. We hit eighty thousand people Dude, at one time. That's crazy. That's all because you guys. That's because you guys are all awesome, and you support us all. I really appreciate it. You know, I I don't like speaking for others. I love to just speak for myself. So. Thank you so much. We, I really appreciate you guys. We are all stoked for everybody, you know, yeah. coming in, hanging out, sharing. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that notification bell. We do the show Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. And 9.30 means, well, 40K likes means the MAGA beanie. Right. No beanie, no peace. No right. beanie, and no if peace. you know beanie, you know peace. Oh. I like that. That is, a, that mm-hmm. is a, an excellent You mantra. see what I did there? Yes. Yeah, I like that. That's all, that's all the fans, though. I, and, I, I and, can't and, take credit. That's other people. But it's good. I'm 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 adopting it. I'm stealing it. It's mine now. We're we're gonna read super chats now <laughs> and get some user commentary on the show. If you haven't already, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Timcast. You can also follow at Adam Krigler on all the same places: Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, and of course at Sour Patch Lids L Y D S on Twitter and Parlor. She is the wonderful producer. And if you would like to get me, I'm very close to breaking one million subscribers. So go to Timcast.net. And that is my main channel. And you can help me out by subscribing to my main channel if you want to check out my videos as well. Well, how about we read... And you can also check out Adam or Adamcast IRL on YouTube. I'm getting fairly close to 100,000 subscribers. Whoa. So I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> kind of excited about that. I haven't done an Adamcast in a while, but I will be returning once we finally move to the new we're studio. Getting, it's, gonna, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. So. We're getting jammed up. Yeah. Like we've been trying to expand because we're going to be doing a fact-checking unit. We're going to have like a straight-up news website. It's going to be a legit operation with tons of people. Real news. But COVID, man, it's so difficult to move on, you know, expanding, getting a new property and everything. They are really jamming us up. But that sucks. Yeah, it was supposed to be only a couple of weeks. And then Adam's going to be setting up his own studio for the Adam Cast IRL show. Yep. And uh, But, you know, we'll get it when we get it, I guess. Adam we're- Cast. We're supposed to be really, really close within a few days of finalizing everything, and then the construction begins. So hopefully two weeks, and we can be fully operational. So send some good energy into the air for our new location, which will remain undisclosed. Secret location. Outer space. Bobby Maz, Super Chat says, we have crooked governors, mayors, prosecutors, DAs, and judges that are ruining our cities. We can vote them out in the next election, but by that time, the major cities will be smoldering rubble. How do we get rid of these narcissists now? Love the show. I don't know. I mean, the election's coming up really soon. I know. Maybe federal, uh, uh, you know, f- something Trump can do maybe to try and... I mean, we can... Some some of them can be recalled. Some of them can be yeah. impeached. I mean, there's... recall. But people are fleeing. That's true. And the people who are fleeing are the ones who would call for the recall, but now they're out. I know. It's All these point. big chains, too. But then we know like New York is losing electoral votes now because they don't have the people anymore. People so they're kind of screwing yeah, themselves. Mm-hmm. These blue states, these blue areas. It's like they're going to try to infiltrate red areas. Well, they're just going to have more people that are going to tell them how awesome Trump is. Maybe this is why they, it's one of the reasons they wanted mail-in voting is because people are fleeing. Yeah, and they maybe. need to be vote from absentee or whatever. I don't know. But it's not too know. late. It's not too late to register to vote. Right. 
I guess we'll see, man. So if I you haven't we'll registered to vote, you better register to vote. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty important year. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some cheating and fraud oh, and all gosh. the nonsense. Of course so. there's going to be. Yeah. It's insane. Commander 232 says, there's a difference between the statement Black Lives Matter and the organization Black Lives Matter. After the organization's direct quote about their actions that are terrorists, and last time I checked, American doesn't effing negotiate with terrorists, and our response to terrorists is 500 pounds of FU. I'll tell you what, man. We've gotten to a point where in Chicago, there was, a, there was mass looting. And then the next day, they came out and defended the looting and said, it's our right, it's our reparations, and we don't care if someone loots and robs a store. And this I'm just terrible. like, there's photos of a small business, small restaurants that were ransacked. And I'm like, these people think they have the right to do this. That's insane. And they're doing it because they, for political reasons. Like, I'm sorry, man, that's terror. Yes, we got it a, is. We got a big old super chat Woo! from Anthony Brewer. He says, once again, Biden is copying Trump. Harris as VP is just Biden's lawful president move. Exactly. Mm. Yep. But she's she's awful. <laughs> she is. She's Worst. so awful. So Nathan Parrish says, thank you guys for giving us truthful news and your honest opinions. I found you guys a few months ago and have watched nearly every night. I won't be able to watch for a while because I leave for Navy basic training tomorrow. All three of you are great. Thank you. Thanks for your service. Yeah, good man. luck, man. Yeah, have fun. That's tough. It's uh, I don't, I don't know anything about Navy basic. But I have family who, who've, been, who've been through basic. To me, it sounds fun. Like rigorous training, hard exercise, getting tear gassed. <laughs> sounds <laughs> great. It's true, man. They, yeah. I don't know about the Navy, but in the Army, they put you in the room and they drop yeah. the tear gas I know out. the Marines do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. John Q. Publius says, Biden has a very consistent problem with restraining hostility. He gets aggressive and vitriolic at the drop of a hat. He has even been seen recently to put hands on folks at campaign events. Trump will use this flaw against Biden. Oh, yeah. Look fat. Definitely. You, you mm-hmm. see the one where he grabs the guy and he's like, look, 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 or whatever. It's crazy. The, the guy's trying to ask him a question oh, and he snaps issue. on him. Caitlin yes, Hun says, you guys are seriously Hamilton and the Federalists of this age. Every single show you guys defend the Constitution and spread the word through today's version of the Federalist Papers. Keep spreading the truth and defending our Constitution. Is I'll that, never stop. Is that so cool. what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yes, we are, Tim. Which 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 yes, one of us are. gets Aaron Bird? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Brandon D says, ever play cards against humanity and you just have a crap hand. So you just throw down the lamest card in your hand as a throwaway? That's the DNC twenty twenty. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed Man. it. John Bracamonte says, Personally, I think Trump will wipe the floor with Biden Harris. How do you guys think the election will go? Personally, now I think it's going to be a 59, a 49 state landslide. Landslide. Trump 2020. Trump 2020. Yeah. I think if they've, they've, they've <laughs> since 1968, as the Wall Street Journal said this, they've claimed it's been rigged when the Republicans win, except for the landslides. So it's going to be a landslide. It's got to be. Uh, almost everyone I know, like, I, I mean, I made, I've made my circle small over the past few months because there's some crazy people that I know that don't want to even just have conversations. So now, basically, everyone I know is voting for Trump. It's awesome. Like, I found my, most of my family is all Trump supporters. That's cool. And they're like, oh, finally, you woke up and uh, you're, you're paying attention now. There, like, Man, all right. There are a lot of people I know that are all, totally on board for Biden. Yeah. And they don't really pay attention to news. It's I have int- I have one friend who who's on board with Biden, and I and they're like, well, it's better than the horrors of of Trump. And I go, well, what what are the horrors of Trump? Like, I would really like to know. Like, could you tell me? Well, I don't really want to have that conversation. Well, I could. We can talk. Like, you know, we've been friends for a long time. Call me. 
Call so, me up. Let's talk. Tell me what you think because I would like to. I I want to hear because I've done a lot of research about him. So I want to I want to know what you think. Crickets. Fake news. Yep. So like uh, one thing my friend told me was that Trump recently said he was going to like ban um, health care for transgender. Oh yeah, that whole stuff. thing. And the reality is. The, the the medical rule, I guess, was changed to say that biological sex is defined legally as your biolog- your, your sex assigned at birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were like, that. therefore, that is saying Trump is doing this thing to this community. And it's like, no, it just means you need to pass a law to get these benefits. You can't just change the language to put these rules in place. Right. But I, I understand, you know, if, if, that's, if that's something that's really important to you, and it is to a lot of people, I can understand why you'd be upset by, you know, Trump setting these rules. But to frame it in that way the media does... We can have a calm, rational conversation about the appropriate ways to move forward. I don't think they're actually giving us this on the left. And I think and the point I was going to make is the people I know that support Biden don't know anything about news. Yep. And they don't even watch my show. Like, I have really good friends that I've known my whole life, very yep. progressive. And these are like people I would, you know, take a bullet for and would probably do the same for me. They're not politically active. They don't watch this show or any of my content. We talk all the time. And the conversations are always very much me being like, Democrats are bad. Here's why. Yep. And they're shocked to find out that I'm saying, like, I feel obligated to vote for Trump. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, listen, you guys, you don't watch the news. Yeah. You if have, you don't pay attention, how do you why do you have such strong opinion? If you the, don't well, no, if you're not paying attention at all, though, they, they, they don't. But they do. They Mom, think my, Trump, orange man bad. My, they believe that. No, no, I'm talking specifically about my friends okay. who want to vote for Biden. Uh, I'm talking in general. You know, these I people that don't want to talk about the person I just referred to that doesn't want to talk to right, me right, right. about why Trump's bad. And it's like, talk to me about it. I want to know and probably correct a lot of the things that you're thinking about. I'd be willing to bet most of my friends, if they actually came out here mm-hmm. and we sat down for a night by the fire with some pizzas and beers. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they'd be like, man, I certainly wouldn't vote for Joe Biden. Yep. I'm not saying they vote for Trump, but I, I, I was talking to a friend and I was like, do you have any idea what Obama did with foreign policy, extrajudicial assassinations, right. American citizens, uh, prosecuting whistleblowers and, and leakers like the, 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 the indefinite detention provision, like all yep. of these things pertaining to how we are a horror around the world to a lot of different people. Making the cages that everyone loves to blame yep. Trump for right. where Obama made those. He's the one who put how the kids you, in there. So I ask, how can you actually ask me to vote for Joe Biden when he was the VP to warmonger Barack Obama and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton? Yep. The foreign invasions without congressional approval, Libya, the, the, the airstrikes. I came, we, we came, we saw he died about Gaddafi. Mm. All of these things that America was not supposed to be doing. And you are asking me to vote for that. Yeah. Donald Trump has no new wars. He's trying to end the one in Afghanistan. I'm sorry, man. I feel like everything else outside of that is, 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 is I call it stamp collecting. And, and, I, and no, no offense to stamp collectors, but the point I'm trying to make is stamp collecting is a simple and humble hobby. It is not the most pressing important thing for the safety and security of our planet. And if you want to have an argument about why we should or shouldn't have troops, I'm totally down for it. I'm very anti-war, particularly with the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Less so when it pertains to actual defense of our country, our allies, and you know threats coming from places like China. But the war in the Middle East seems absurd and obnoxious. And you will not be able to come to me and argue I should vote for Joe Biden. To ignore that to me is insane. So here, did you read that massive one from JMAC? Huge super chat. The one about Biden stealing Trump's policies or no? No, no, no. All right. So this this is from JMAC. Big, big thanks for that large chunk of a super chat. He says, I can't believe or I can't begin to tell you how often I've talked to people that are just not plugged in. The civil rights repeal, 
Trump's fight on human trafficking, constant riots, and the Democrats either doing nothing or outright defending it. So many people are just conditioned to hate Trump because he's racist. You're not if if you're not far left, you need to speak up. That's why. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Very nice. And he nails it. That's I mean, I, I wanted to I saw that and I was like, that kind of that's exactly what we're talking about right now. It's they're just not plugged in. So, you know, yep. and, and they get their news from their friends that they get their news from their friends who get news from a meme they saw about mm-hmm. Trump being whack. And it's yep. like, what? That's not news. If you're if that's where you think, you know, they, they have such a strong opinion on it, but they have no idea what's actually going on. It's crazy. I don't I don't I don't necessarily I don't blame my friends who are polite and have real conversations with me. Like okay. I've, I've had conversations with my friends and. I tell you, man, these are people that I know and I've loved my whole life. Yeah. And it's, it, these are really amazing conversations. When, I, when they say something like they hate, they loathe, they despise, they despise Trump. And then I say something and they're like, I'm so surprised to hear you say that. And it ends with us saying, you know, like, you know, I love you, man. Do your thing. I'm here for you if you need any, any help. Like, we're, we're always going to be, you know, good friends, all that stuff. It's really interesting to have that kind of interaction where we know that our, our, like, it's, it's, I mean, people I grew up with, familial bond almost. Yeah. That transcends any of our political disagreements on politics. And it's so crazy how that doesn't exist. You know, people people would give up their own family members. The left, they say, you know, dis, dis, disavow your Trump-supporting mm-hmm. family. You got these young people saying their parents are bigots and they want to run away and stuff like that. It's like n- n- blood is thicker than water, man. Yeah. And even even as it goes to my friends that I've known since I was like a, a, a early teenager as a, as a kid— I'm like, we may not actually have literal blood between us, but man, this is my family. Mm-hmm. And there's there's nothing that's going to end our friendship over stupid arguments about Trump or Biden. That's the way it should have been where we can that's sit down. That's the way it should be right but now. I, I, but the problem is we're getting to a point where like repealing the civil rights law. Crazy. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. You're not going to get me to support that. Never. There's no compromise. Not there's in the slightest. No compromise. And that's, People that's fought scary. and died for that. It's crazy that they're trying to repeal it and everyone's not in outrage. The, Everybody needs to be in outrage for that. So this this is I'm absolutely adamant about not doing any business in California. Yeah. Agreed. Es- especially if this passes. If it absolutely. doesn't, well, you know, I'll reconsider. But, you know, I tell people, listen, they say that what happens in California is a f- it's a few years away from happening in the rest of the country. Yep. Not anymore. Hope I hope not. No, that's I seriously that's, hope not. But that that's that that's the way it it would have been if life continued on. Yeah. No, like if we if people didn't have a great awakening of of realizing how they need to be political, how they need to pay attention, because all this stuff was happening and all these people that were making these moves were like, yes, the people don't care. Like, let them live their lives. Little peons, you know, while we make all these grand, you know, money off of warmongering and, you know, just selling our country out to different whatever, you know, the TPP, China it's crazy. Now now people are like, no, we're done with that. And then we got Trump who's like, hey, by the way, they've been doing this and I want you guys to have the power again. They, I think what I think it comes and goes in waves mm-hmm. where the silent majority is they're comfortable. Yeah, well, and, or, and busy working sure, and living absolutely. their lives. So long as regular people are kept at a certain level of satisfaction, mm-hmm. then they say, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to pay my bills and I'm doing all right. Once things start getting really, really bad, they start getting very politically active. Yep. And that's been happening now. Mm-hmm. And they're not blaming Trump for it. Nope. They're certainly not. Bl- I mean, some people, sure, for sure. It's hard to know, man. I really want to make sure we don't walk into a trap of being in this bubble. Like I mentioned with like all the left cheering for the, for the Mueller investigation, it fizzled out. 
There, it's possible a lot of people on the culture war, right, whatever you want to call it, are sitting here being like, we got this, we got this. You might wake up for a cold and rainy day, you know, but I, 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 people I'm, are I, voting for Trump. For sure, for sure. Landslide, baby. I'm just saying, uh, art of war, okay? Sun, uh, art of the deal. Yeah, you know who, who probably read Sun Art of the War? Oh, I'm sure he did. Trump. Trump. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, you win the war before it starts, you never underestimate your opponent. Right. You can sit here and laugh and mock Biden and Harris all day and night, but if, you're, if you sit back and get complacent, they come up from under, they surprise you with, the, you know, like I said, Biden might wonka us. <sighs> he does a somersault on stage, pops and goes, now it's time to debate. And it's like, whoa. You know, so you, be surprised, man. Well, I'll tell you what, that won't make me vote for the creepy Uncle Joe that he is. But he maybe could convince people to vote for him. Yeah, I know. He's a creep, man. I have no, I, I'm, I'm, listen. He's a creep. In, in 2016, I could not believe that, uh, what are you looking at? Oh, you want to, sp- oh, that's right. You got to spin the UFO. Yeah. I could not spin go. it. I'm I couldn't believe. Looking at it, just, just not. I couldn't believe Hillary would win. But I felt like the establishment would never allow Trump to win. Then when Trump won, I was like, wow, that, that's based on what he was saying, how people were responding, the signs, the rallies. Yep. I really did think like he should win, but there's no way they'd let him. Because right. like, I've, well, seen, they did, I've seen it. They didn't want him. And yeah. now, they, now we're finding out that they might have committed treason. That's what President Trump said today. <laughs> he said that he called them out for, for, for it being treason. Yeah. I was like, whoa, he actually said it. Not probably treason. He yep. straight up said it's treason what they did. I want to see the Durham report. I think he's he's slowly upping his, you know, Look, dropping the bombs on what he knows before it hits. If the Durham report comes out and it's a nothing burger, I am going to have a big, long breakdown of the nothing burger. Yeah. And I'm going to say I told you so. Okay. However, however, what I'm really what I'm really getting to is not that it's wrong or that I'm predicting it will be a fizzle, but I'm saying don't don't get complacent. What did we say about Trump earlier? What was that? When he says he's going to do something, what does he do? His intent. It's legit. Yes. He, he means it. Exactly. He but wouldn't that, be dropping these he wouldn't be dropping these these little sentences here and there without an actual plan. He's seen the Durham report, yeah, dude. Yeah, it could be the big ask. You got to be careful. Okay. I mean, he said big, beautiful 30-foot wall from sea to shining sea, and we got bollard fencing. Well, it's, it's still it, really good, it's, right? It's over 250 miles at the moment. But in, also- In key places that re- trafficking was happening. Right. Both it, it, drugs and people. This is an important thing. We, gotta, we, we, we get a chance to fact check right here is when the left claims Trump isn't building wall. Look at the pictures of the wall before, and it's like a broken fence with a hole in it. I know. And now it's like triple layered with barbed wire and cars driving around. It's like, yeah, he's securing the hotspots. Yep. And they'll try and move to other areas. They'll rebuild, and it's going to be a game of cat and mouse. But Right, but there's a big, huge expanse, which is the desert of, of Texas, and it's it's a barren wasteland. Have you, have you ever taken I-10 across Texas? What is that, north, south? That's the south no, route. I haven't. No, Ugh, It goes on forever. <laughs> you you just drive forever. The north is actually prettier. It's a little yeah. more nice, foresty. Yeah. But the south, I mean, you, you think about what's even further south, and it's just nothing for so long. It's like you can't drive. You'd have to walk, and that's deadly. So the, he's protecting the key spots, national security. I, deep down, I believe it's going to be a landslide historic moment for Trump. Me too. Deep down. Oh, it's so nice to hear you say that. But but I'm uh well I mean it's it's Kamala Harris. It's Kamala Harris, man. That was like Hor- horrible Harris. Horrible Harris. That was horrible them Harris. being like we 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 give up. And I'm like, "Wow." Like yep. you, you heard what Brianna Joy Gray said. Mm-hmm. Like this historic prote- protest against police brutality and they choose Kamala and I'm like, "I said the same thing." Yep. <laughs> like what are you thinking? 
uh, I saw a progressive, uh, pretty far left progressive uh, person I know on Facebook, friend of mine, saying they chose Kamala Harris. Mm. Like this is Ooh. the most insane thing the Democrats could have done. The left <laughs> hates her. Yeah. So wh- who are Democrats really going to get? They're just getting them out of the way. Far left is like, nah, you guys make your like Biden. We were we were willing to settle for, but nah, not her. Nope. Mm-mm. She's nuts. Brooks Ogborn says, "Hi, Tim, Lids, and Adam." Tim, I loved your American Dream hard work video over the weekend. Best one you've done in a long time. Also, how is NYC housing homeless for $125 per night when I make only $125 per day? How is unemployment $600 when I work full-time and earn $480? Yep. How does it how does it make sense? I don't know. And and they they're putting them up in these ritzy hotels too, like really fancy hotels, and they're just peeing all over the place. Seriously. I mean, man, they're they're doing worse things. They're than that. selling drugs in front of little kids. It used to be Strollerland. I lived in the Upper East Side in New York for a little while. They, it was Strollerville, and these a lot of these hotels are in up the Upper East Side. So people, I read a story about this woman was walking her two year old. And some guy kept trying to offer her crack. (laughs) And she's like, please stop. And like rushed her child who was right there being, you know, experiencing that. It's craziness. It's awful, dude. Yeah, it's awful. New York is the worst. The worst story. going back to when crime was terrible then. An investigation found that they had relocated some diddlers near an Upper West Side school and playground. And then the city immediately denied it and said, those people aren't there. That's, that's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Like, then where are they? Mm. Nah, man, they're, they're, they're destroying this place. Beasting says, hello, Tim, Adam, and Lydia, hello. former Philly boy who moved west. I know you are moving, and before you leave, get some Wawa and or Rita's because I miss both, and they are awesome. Yes, they are. Rita's, Rita's Water Ice. Very mm. good. They're only open for like four months. Hmm. So, and they, they close in like mid-September or something. Ooh, we got to go. And uh, yeah, really Brody, good. Brody Metal says, did $100 a couple days ago, wrote about building flagpoles and supporting my 17-year Navy brother. Tim, please end this in a MAGA beanie. I don't <laughs> think that'll ever happen. I don't. Nah, I don't I'm, think so either. I've, I've been, you know what's funny? is You, you guys got to realize it's getting so bad that the Milk Toast Fencer has forced to climb down from the fence. Like, that's a serious issue. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, people aren't giving you enough credit, I don't think. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. It's pretty, pretty big. It's a big it, moment. It's the riots. Like, what, I, what, I'd like to take a little bit of credit. It's, it's, bro, <laughs> let me tell you something. In January of this year, uh-huh. I said absolutely no guns in my house. Yeah, I remember End that. of That's story. Right. That's true. I don't want to hear about it. No conversation. Yeah. COVID happened and I went, yikes. The riots happened and I went, now how many guns should I buy? And I have An undeclosed amount. Undis- yeah, yeah. Many. Yeah. And I bought, uh, uh, you know, bows and arrows, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm." That's it. That was, that was, that was a huge, like, okay, I, I have, it's this is it. Yep. They have gone insane. Mm-hmm. It was, it was seeing the Democrats support the riots. Yeah, really. It's and that so was now I'm sitting here. Insane. Trump says, "Look at these riots. That will be Biden's America." Yeah. And he is 100 percent correct. Agreed. When it came to federal jurisdiction, Trump defended it. When it comes to the states and the cities where the Democrats are in charge, they let them run rampant. Yep. If Biden gets elected at the federal level, he will let them run rampant. Yep. Listen to this from Cole uh, Borland says, from a leadership standpoint, why the H would you appoint someone as your right hand man, VP, who tried to slander you in the debates? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they yeah. want more disunity? Is she okay with Biden's alleged sexual assault victims she was against before? Those are yep. good questions. And that's, why? Why would 
Why would she wants the power? That's Trump what, chose Pence. It. Right. You know what it is? It's because Kamala is the actual presidential candidate. Oh yeah. I guess Biden, so. Biden is what, what someone called him a Potemkin candidate. Mm-hmm. Well, he admitted himself he's a transition yeah. candidate. What does that mean, Biden? That's why they. Ch- so listen, Trump chose Pence. Mm-hmm. Pence was, and I mean, this, with all due respect, a bit player. He wasn't on the national stage. He was a, a governor, and he. You have to introduce that person to the nation. Yeah. And say, here's this individual. Here's what they represent. Kamala Harris is prominent nationwide. He chose her because she's the actual candidate. And everybody knows it. Or they're just doing a rebuild and yeah. losing their their worst Cards Against Humanity cards. <laughs> just doing a rebuild. <laughs> yep. too. They're like, well, we got to make it seem like we're kind of serious. So, you know, Biden, former VP, makes yeah. sense. And by Kamala. the way, they're behind the scenes, they're like, Kamala, you're not going anywhere. Everyone hates you. You you can have you can have a vice president candidate on your Wikipedia page now. Yes. No, no th- th- you're going to be the first black female VP candidate. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's congratulations. Be, congratulations! You'll be remembered for that. That's you're gonna, good. you're, you're no, gonna, goodbye. You write a book, you make millions of dollars, and this mm-hmm. is the end of the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be careful, man, because I'll tell you what: never say never. They they laughed at Trump and they said he'd never win, and they mocked him. They everybody knew it. I was sitting in a newsroom with Cassandra Fairbanks, okay. and a bunch of Democrats, mm-hmm. and Cassandra and I were sitting there, and we were both like, Trump's not going to win, and they were all in the room gloating and laughing. And then we were watching the New York Times had this meter that was like Hillary Clinton and Trump. And it was like all the way pointing to Hillary, 99% chance of winning. And it slowly started moving over. And we were like, what's what's going on? And Cassandra starts laughing. And I'm like, I start laughing, too. And I'm like, this is hilarious. I love it. (laughs) It's happening. Especially what the DNC did to Bernie. Yeah. Once it got near the middle, I was like, no. And we like Cassandra and I look at each other and then it goes over to the 50%. And we're like, it's a coin toss between Trump and Hillary. And it goes, Trump's favorite. And I'm like, ah. And then all of the Democrats in the newsroom started sweating bullets. Oh, I'm sure. And they were like, and then it went to Trump. And then it was like 99% Trump. Cassandra's like crying. She's like, I I can't believe this. He won. Trump supporters knew what they had to do to get him to win, even though they didn't. Not everyone. A lot of them thought they were like, he's got it. We're going to win this. There were a lot of Trump supporters who were like, I know what I have to do. But I'm not, I don't think he's going to win, but I have to do it, right? Yeah. He won. But this is why you got to be careful. Because right now everyone's laughing at Biden and, and Harris. And what if, what if, man? What if? You, you sit back, you got a smile on your face, and you're laughing. Trump's going to win. And then it goes, Harris, Biden, landslide. <laughs> uh, I, I, I see, I'm playing right into what you're, you're exactly. saying. But, dude, Remember, I can't wait to vote for Trump. I've never been excited about a, a political movement ever. And I think everybody feels the same way. Anyone wearing this hat Definitely. is going, I can't wait to vote for him. And that's, everyone who's voting for Biden's going, meh. I guess I'm. I, he's not no. Trump. No, 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 no. They're going, oh, I have to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, and they wouldn't walk over glass, as you eloquently put. They're going, The please. Trump supporters are like, we are going to vote these people out. We are politically active. We can't wait. We can't wait to vote. I agree. This is the big difference between Hillary's base, which were like, eh, Hillary, and Trump's base that were like, Trump. And yep. today, right now, mm-hmm. the Trump enthusiasm is real. Oh, yeah. But I remember that video when Ann Coulter was on Bill Maher, and they said, of the pres- Republican presidential candidates, who do you think is going to win? And she goes, of them right now, Donald Trump. She and killed it. all started laughing oh, yeah. at her, ha, ha, pointing in her face. Be careful, man, because like, you, you do that big hearty laugh. 
They're gonna, they're yeah. gonna they'll play it on loop. We spent this I mean? entire episode ripping horrible Harris apart <laughs> because <laughs> she is horrible. Yep. She's done some horrendous things. Pair that with Biden, who's done horrendous things, who's been in office for a long time, has nothing but terrible things to show for his government time and and you expect me not to laugh when you say trump or or biden harris landslide that's hilarious of course i'm gonna laugh like get out of here that's that's comedy gold right there sure 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 i I have i have a really important point to make because this kind of gets to me because Uh, i really worry i worry that trump supporters are so excited and so gung-ho i'm genuinely concerned that they will be a little bit complacent and a little bit arrogant no what did i I just say they're excited to go vote that's what they're going to do possibly so but i hate to see the case where they just got a little too arrogant and they lose by just a few points like that i don't want to see it you know what i'm saying i I think it's not arrogance it's excitement they're actually excited about a political candidate there's a big difference it's not just that it's like when you see the lies in the media when you see the riots there's one thing you do that strikes the biggest punch in the face to the far left extremists to the black lives matter rioters you can't physically punch them in the face you can't get that catharsis you can, however, get it when you walk into that voting booth and you press a little button, a little tap on the screen. Yeah. Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden it's like you touch the screen and it feels like you've, you're, you're like full of energy and it's like, Draw! and you finally like, that's it. Yep. That People is, are excited. Michael Moore said it. The biggest F you in the history of the planet when they press that button for Trump. I'll tell you what. Every man, I, single I Trump it. voter is politically active they are no longer complacent and that's why they're voting for trump that's why they like trump so that whole argument is not valid to me except there's a lot i I won't agree there's a lot of trump supporters who are too scared to speak up okay that's that's a a different that's not the same thing though they're still going to go out and vote for trump but they're not going to campaign on his behalf okay and that means the, the the propaganda campaign from the far left to suppress trump's base from spreading the message is working it's the reason why I like Trump so much. It's because of their propaganda campaign yeah. against him has made me do my own research. Of course, being on the show has helped a lot, too. But I saw that. It made it blaringly obvious. And it makes you angry. And it obviously makes me angry. It makes me, it makes me hyped up to go vote for him. So what I'm and saying is... everybody listen, out there feels the same way. So I, I won't if, agree with that at if all. If every Trump supporter felt comfortable in explaining their views, then everybody would be red-billed. Yeah, they sure. Would, they, would, they would be like, wow, you're so right. But here, look at this. We have this one. Uh, Tim Panic Leaf says, I tried having conversation about, conversations about Trump, Biden, and BLM, and other people blocked me over it. It is sad when there is no longer any civil discourse. That's all right. So not everyone, not everyone can, they're, they're too defensive. They, they've got the defense mechanism. Their, their minds run on emotions. Well, most people aren't like that. Most of the people that I know, I've had civil conversations with. There's going to be people that cut you out. But if you're in a position where you will lose your job, when a, people, a lot of people do rely on you, go vote. And that's the best you can do. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, I don't want people to feel guilty if they can't do that. Can't and speak I, up. If they can't speak up because they're in a position where a lot of other people rely on them. I personally know some people that are supporting l- large families on their own who are going to vote for Trump, who can't speak out because if they lose their job, five or six people are, are screwed. So yep. th- there are positions. So it's it's kind of like it, it, it irks me when you're like, if you're not standing up, it's your problem. And if they lose, then it's your fault. Think about the future. I'm not saying you're not right, but you have to think about all of the people. 
You know, it, it doesn't it. apply for everyone. I've said if there's people who can't do it because they've got support, I understand that feeling. But what I'm saying is, me personally, I couldn't imagine waking up on January 20th and going, my God, look what they've done. Well, I mean, you, then, don't have, you don't have and, five children. And thinking to myself, bro, they were appealing civil rights law in California. And I grew up hearing the stories about what these laws meant to my family. I just had a conversation with my mom about it, about how she was forced to flee several states. No joke. They find out you exist. It was illegal. Yeah, that's and crazy. the Democrats bringing this stuff back sends a chill down my spine. And I couldn't imagine waking up on January 20th, watching these evil people assume power and thinking I didn't do enough. I think we are doing as much as we can. I agree. I certainly think the people who are active and watching and sharing and commenting are absolutely doing what they can as well. And thank you for that. Absolutely. Because people need to have these kind of conversations. And I, and I respect the people who are like, I just can't do it because I've had those conversations too. There's a guy, you know, I've been talking with. He's just like, he'll get purged from every every job. Just yep. a, it's homelessness overnight. No joke because the industry these people work in. And I'm like, you know, there's there's got to be a way. Maybe everybody could set something up where they all like they all tweet out the exact same time or something. Share our videos. Okay. Let us yeah. be the red pill. I I will, I will happily dish out red pills. I've been doing it nonstop. Just. Making them red pills rain. <laughs> I keep shooting them at Tim, and he, he's well, he's jumping down off the fence. He's admitted it today. He's but this jumping is, off the fence. So but this makes know. me mad. Well, sure. I mean, it, but you can be mad, you know. But you have to understand that there's people that can't that can't risk it, you know. But those people can share our videos, and that really does a lot of help for us, and it helps spread like real news. Like that's what we try to do. We try to give you you know the real truth of the matter and we break it down I, obviously i'm a little biased towards a certain president <laughs> that we currently have that is our president besides some of the people that don't want to believe it you have to understand adam i am biased against trump okay i i know it's but, obvious but i'm not trump derangement syndrome okay. so i'm willing to accept while there are things i don't like about him he's the only option we have to resist yeah. the psychosis of what the democrats are doing what they're becoming it's it's you know, look, to be fair, like, I, 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 I hated all the presidents. You know what I mean? But right now I'm like, you know what, man? Trump is, perhaps Trump was necessary in yeah. that you were never going to get a charismatic populist of professional, like, perfect. Like, you're never going to get a perfect person. Yeah. You get Trump. Trump kicks the door in and he says, take what you get. But after me, it's all you guys. Well, you said you don't like, you, you hated all presidents. I didn't know anything well, about I hate the game, you know, oh, you hate the game. OK, yeah, it's all lies. I, well, I mean, now we've got a president who's calling the game out and saying, look at the game. All right. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to I'm going to reforge the game. And everyone's like, yes, that's what we need. So it's like I, I didn't know presidents at all. I didn't pay attention. I wasn't political at all. I voted for Barack Obama because it felt it it felt right, you know. It and he's a smooth, articulate guy. He's just like, yeah. man, he's a smooth talker. I'm like, man, yeah. I like I like this. You know, it was the first time I was able to vote, so I was excited also. And it's like now, now I know, now I realize what's going on, and I'm like, yes, I'm I'm finally I'm actually excited to vote for Trump because I do feel like he's the best for this country. I'm pro-choice. Okay. The Democrats have gone insane. The Republicans are compromising. Okay. So it's 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 a loss from where I I've been in my position. Okay. Uh, pro progressive tax. There's not these things have not become big issues right now because the culture war is dominated. 
But I'm absolutely 100% opposed to the death penalty. Uh, right now, the feds are reinstating it. I don't like it. Okay. However, Trump's coming around and saying we're going to pull our troops out of Afghanistan was like a massive, major, just like. And then he tweeted about income disparity. And I'm like, hey, man, I like this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's tweeting good things. He's trying to get me to vote for him. But they're, they're, so the, the easiest way to place it, explain it is the Democrats have, go, have gone so insane. The only way to restore balance is if Trump wins again. That's how I see it. Yeah. They've adopted psychotic ideology. Yes, they're, they have. They're not even pro-choice anymore. They're literally pro-abortion. And I'm not exaggerating. They do these comedy routines where they're screaming everybody will get abortions. And I'm like, what are you doing? This is nuts. Yeah. And Tulsi Gabbard was one of the only people to be like, well, hold on. We're pro-choice, but there's got to be some restrictions, right? And I'm like, thank you. Where's the sanity? They called her far right. It's insane. She's pro-choice. Yeah. So how do we get that balance back? Well, at this point, the closest thing to where America has been, where I've been, look at the graphs, look at Pew Research. You ever see that Pew chart where it's like, here's the, here's the Democrats and the Republicans in 94, and here's the Democrats and the Republicans today. The Republicans move over a little bit, and the Democrats go boom, all the way to the far left. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Why so, is everyone saying no song, no peace? What is, where is it's it? not Friday. It's not Friday. No song, yeah, I was no like, peace. I see it. Like, it's nonstop. What, huh. What's up with no, no, I don't know anything about this. What, do you, what did you guys decide? Did you decide something? Because <laughs> we, 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 you didn't inform us. <laughs> They've chosen oh, for you, Adam. Oh, we've got 50,000 likes. Is that why? Oh, 50,000 likes. Has someone saying it now. Oh. What is that? I, I guess they decided 50,000 likes, we, we have to play a song That's or something. You know, did you say that? It's, no, no, I never said that. <laughs> I think the no, chat decided. Some wild it. ideas down there. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's past Tim's bedtime. It is definitely That's past true, my yeah. bedtime. You want to hear us play? You got to tune in Friday night. That's nights. right. You got to come back. And and this actually Fridays end up being our biggest shows, and it's probably because you know we we rock out, we play some good music, That's and true. everybody loves it's really it. Really fun. Yeah. My friends, if you haven't already, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Timcast. Mostly active on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow at Adam Krigler in all the same places: Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, and of course yep. at Sour Patch Lids L Y D S. And if you haven't, check out TimCast.net. It is my main channel. I put up a video every day at 4 p.m. Subscribe. I am very close to breaking 1 million subscribers, and I would love to get a million before they finally ban me. <laughs> I can only imagine must be soon, considering it, uh, it, it's very critical of the Dems, and the election is coming up. They must mm-hmm. not like me. Yeah. The same is true for this channel, though. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Yep, Adam, sure. uh, as well. Yeah, we've got AdamCast IRL on YouTube. You can check that out. I did a deep dive onto Donald Trump. If you haven't seen it, you can go check that out. I, I dig into his history, talk about his grandfather, all the way down to him becoming president, some of the policies that I like of what he's done. And uh, I also did one on Tesla um, earlier on when I took over the TimCast IRL show. So, And I did an episode just talking about myself and you know explaining a little bit about what I've been through. So you can check that we, out. We have been working on expanding for quite some time. It takes it, COVID has really made this impossible. I was looking at a building to buy last year, fell through, started looking again. COVID happens, and now it's it's been impossible. But we're really, really close. Like maybe a few days away from finally getting this done. Plus, I really want to get out of New Jersey. This mm-hmm. is insane, and just get away from us insanity. Yeah, and uh, and then expand. We're gonna get a bigger place. We're gonna hire on more people. It's gonna be. We're gonna have more shows. We're gonna have a vlog. We're gonna have more skating. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And Adam's going to have his own studio doing AdamCast IRL. Yes, so I am. Check Looking it out. Forward to it. And uh, again, hit that like button. Most of you, I assume. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. Smash the like button. Yes. We don't just hit the like button here. You smash it. Thank you. you Excellent. And subscribe. Hit that notification bell. 
it, it, you know, it, it gets really, really difficult every day because we do the show 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. But it's like the viewers keep going up. And I'm like, it almost feels irresponsible to end a show with 62,000 people still hanging That's out. because we have Almost the best like we audience. should play a song. We're not, nothing set up. I, I, you know. <laughs> I was like, I was no, like, we got to set up the location, yeah. the, the cameras, jam spot, lights, and everything. You know, the mic is I'm kind of like, that, that, you know, maybe, maybe we should, once we have the new studio, we're we'll, going to, we'll we're, have it ready. We're going to have a legit setup with like mic so sound cool. controls. Yeah. Like, it's going to be epic. Yep. So, hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Stay tuned. Clips from this show go up every day, the next day, and they're specific segments. So, check it out. Subscribe to this channel, and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m. live once again here. Good night, everybody. Bye, guys. Adios.